Live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios in the great state of New Hampshire, the Gurkha Cigar Studios in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, and from beautiful Indian Trail, North Carolina. Welcome to the Spare Notes series with your hosts, Matt Tobacco, Kevin Acuff, and William Cooper. You like that, huh? Yeah, beautiful Indian Trail. Uh, it's yeah. a wonderful place. I love, and you got I see Massachusetts got the boot. <laughs> so. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the great state of New Hampshire. That's right, where we live free or die. Fuck that other place. They suck. They got too many rules. They got too many taxes. Yeah, we live you know, free I, up I, here. <laughs> you know, I, I, you and I went to Nashua when, we were, when I was up there last summer. Uh, it's a beautiful area. I'm so glad you guys are making your home there because I just uh, it was a really beautiful area driving through there. So well, let's be fair. Yeah. There's there's two parts of Nashua. It's <laughs> a great part of Nashua, and then there's a not so great part of Nashua. Well, we live in the really nice part of Nashua. You can say that about every sort of city. Yeah, you can say yeah. about every sort of city. <laughs> I mean, we have uh, we have you know Charlotte's got its weird areas here, but no, it's nice. You know, I'm I'm Nicole. We're like less than ten minutes. From two guys? We're like less than 10 minutes from two guys. Yep. Like six minutes from Castro's in Nashua. We're probably just under 20 minutes from Twins, which is uh, the 724 Lounge, home of Kurt Kendall. Shout out to all my local peeps. Um, you know, and then, you know, we have Federal Cigar at Slowburn Lounge over in Portsmouth. That's probably a good half hour from here. Um, you know, um, I'm like a good 20 minutes probably from Salem where Dave Garofalo, um, yep. is in the Salem two guys store. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great state to live in if you're a cigar smoker. Um, and if you're an alcohol drinker too, um, mm. delicious. Yeah, no, it's nice. No, it's, uh, I'm glad you guys are all settled in. Yeah. Uh, we're in our lounge. And, uh. Yep. <laughs> yep. No more garage. So you know what I mean. It's it's nice. Well, I, I have the garage, but what I will say is I have every amenity in this garage. Yeah, but your garage is it, nicer than the garage we were using. So at least you got that going for you. Yeah. yeah well, you don't you don't see what's in front of me. Is what I'm just saying. Um. So you know, we're actually talking about possibly moving the studio to like uh an annex or something, taking the garage back to put the cars in. So there's actually some talk of that but that would involve another hvac system to do too but we're thinking about it well you know what let me uh we should talk off air because i can let you know what i didn't hear because it works really well okay um yep yep you know well actually i'll i'll get i'll briefly get into it just for the sake of the listenership because you know what me and you can talk more in depth about it but i'll I'll actually give i'll actually give a a brief synopsis of it because you know i actually do get a lot of people asking me about it um and I know a lot of people have said some different things. I'm going to tell you what I did, and it works, and I've had no issues whatsoever. So, first of all, this particular room, you can tell was finished after the rest of the house was done. Like, this was this was done much more recently. So, this room has its own... Sorry, I just want to get that relit. So, this house has its own... Uh, this room has its own mini split. So, it has central okay. AC... It's got central heat, all that. But you could tell this room was done after that was all sized because th- um, there's a mini split in here, and it does AC and heat, and it works really well. Right. Um, so what's nice is that we're not connected to the ductwork, so you don't have the smoke that could go out in the rest of the house. So HVAC-wise, this room is completely isolated. It's sealed off. 
It's sealed off from the rest of the house. You can't even you can't even smell the smoke in the hallway outside the door. Like it it stays literally in this room. Um, there are three six-inch inline exhaust fans that, at full speed, which we never run at full speed, are rated at 450 CFM. Um, I run them at probably 30% each at most, mm-hmm. and it works phenomenal. They go right out the side of the house, blows it right outside. It's never really cloudy in here. I mean, it's you know you know people are smoking in here, but it's not like hazy. You know, it doesn't look like someone's fishbowl on the room. Um, so that works. And, um, I mean, other than that, like, I, I had a door swing on there, and it was just really annoying, uh, the like, the flap. And I took it off because it was just so loud with the baby. And, honestly, I don't even need that. Like, it, like the, the, the smoke does not escape. For good measure, though, I did put a Rabbit Air A3. I wall-mounted it. I put an outlet on the wall in the hallway outside that goes upstairs. I put a Rabbit Air at the bottom of the stairs just in case. Just in case I needed like an right. extra if it was to leak out, and I haven't had to turn that thing on once. And That's good. me, Nicole, and a friend of ours were in here a few weeks ago, all smoking together, and there was no issue. Like you walked out of the room, like you didn't even know we were smoking in here. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's you know, and some people are like, well, you need like the makeup air and all that. Honestly, I think if it was a bigger space, and I think if we were really running these fans, maybe. But honestly, I've had no issues. I've had no issues, no pressure issues, no airflow issues, and it works. Um, so it's it's that's kind of what we have in here, um, and it's nice. And it's like I said, it's 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 separated from the rest of the house. You, you would you'd never know. You'd never know. Um, and even when like when we're done, I'll turn two of the fans off and I'll leave like the middle one on and I'll leave it at like ten percent just to have like a little airflow. I come in here the next day. It's got that slight, like, stale smell to it, but it's really not that pungent. By, like, the next right. morning, it's it's pretty clean in here. So, again, like, we don't have a lot of smell issues. There's not a lot of stink issues. It, it works pretty well, I have to say. Sorry, yeah, I just wanted no, to say uh, that because a lot of people have been asking me about it, and I don't really know if I've talked about it, so. Right. That's good. No, it sounds like it's a great setup you got, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... um. It's nice. It was a little stressful in the beginning trying to figure it out, but we we got it, so it, it works. And we have a drop oh, ceiling down here too, which is nice because it made it easy to get everything in there. So, yeah. Look at that. Everyone's here tonight. This is awesome. Um, Kevin it was supposed to be here with us. Let me just say this. Kevin was supposed to be here with us, but he's having some some serious camera issues. I think all the filming he did at TPE might have changed some stuff, and he was having a hard time figuring it out. And he just he decided not to continue tonight um, because he just he didn't want to hold us up. I told him like, hey, like, you know, we'll figure it out. And and I said if you can figure it out, come back in. But I don't know what he wants to do. But I said if you figure it out, like, just just dial in. We'll bring you in the show. We wanted him here. We, you, yeah, look, technical problems are part of every uh, thing. It happens. Everyone's gonna. It's not the first time. It's not gonna. It's first. Time, not the first time it will happen. Not the last time. Oh. So, but you well, know, I've dealt with it. You, you know, dealt with it. I, and I know how it is. I've been on that other end. It's tough, and he wants mm-hmm. to do the best possible product for everybody. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, what I will say though is Nicole is on the couch in front of me. 
and uh, she's on a laptop, and she's working on getting all of his TPE, TPE 2024 coverage, brought to you by Drew Estate, um, uploaded to the uh, YouTube channel. So there is well, a... you guys did shoot video. You guys did end up shooting video there. Yeah, he did. He did, actually. He did a really good job. Okay. He did a really, really yeah, good job, okay. and um, yeah. he... Um, he, I watched some of them already, actually, um, earlier just now, um, and yesterday, some of the first stuff, and then we watched the rest, and he, he did a really nice job. I have to say, you know, Kevin, um, you know, I think he was a little shy at first being on camera because he hadn't really done a lot of camera work, but I'll tell you, man, watching some of those TPE interviews he did, he's really got come into it, and he's doing a really great job, and it's it's too bad he, he like his camera wasn't working or whatever, but... Um, because yeah. I mean, he 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 was doing some really good shit, and I'm excited to get it up on online so everyone can see it. Yeah. So listen. Uh, first of all, he, I thought he did a great job at PCA mm. uh, with Mitchell. Um, that being said, uh, there's like nobody who covered TPE this year, right? So I mean, it was is basically the only. I was asking around, and really, the only two people I heard that were covering it, uh, at least from our realm of the media, was Halfwill and you guys. So, then I don't think they shot a lot of videos. So. I'm going to get into a lot more of TP from my observation a little later because I have some things I want to say about it. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, there's a good opportunity. I'm, I'm very curious to see some of this video because, like I said, it uh, looks like people had a lot of free time out there, which was good. You know, the manufacturers just seemed like they all had free time. So uh, that was good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot about TP that we're going to talk about. And, and it, it's we have funny a lot because. About TP, but I'm going to get. I will get in trouble tonight with this. I'm telling you. So I think I will too. Uh, I love a good show, Coop. And it's fun. You know, we haven't been together on Spare Notes in a few months because yeah, you took yeah. some time off, and like it was the holidays. There was a lot of stuff, but we're finally. This is why like, yeah. we were supposed to be back last week. You weren't feeling well, which is totally okay. That was my fault. I no, my it's fault. not even I a problem. That, but, you didn't uh, feel good. You don't feel good. Yeah. So don't even apologize. It's not even. Yeah. You don't need to yeah. apologize. Yeah. You didn't feel good. I wasn't gonna make you do right. that. So I'd rather wait. Yeah. I wanted you to 100 percent because. It was time for you yeah. to come back, and there's a lot we got to talk about. So, yeah, yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> and I'll tell you. So, so since we were together last, end of the right. year stuff happened. Yep. TPE has now happened. PCA is yep. weeks away. PCA, um, we're actually yeah, weeks away from it. Woo, woo. Coop, I get to see you soon. I'm really excited. Uh, how about yeah? How about this? We're, we're, I'm already like I was starting to get PCA press releases during TPA. Me too. Like companies was yeah, companies was sending and and if you don't think this wasn't by design, it was. Oh um, yeah. So I just yeah. We gotta talk about some legal stuff. So that I want to get your opinion on. Oh, man. Yep. This, okay. We got a lot of shit to talk about tonight, Coop. And I hope I hope yeah, you got it, your afternoon uh, nap yeah, in because I took a couple espresso shots. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, I, took, I took I took a I took some I had some caffeinated coffee so uh uh I did this is my third show I'm doing today so I did eight in the morning we did juke we actually did jukebox early today uh which so I had a little break which is good we don't yeah. do jukebox right before this show yeah so I mean it's uh <laughs> Dan Thompson and the wind up let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Oh, Dan Thompson's yeah. ready. Like, you know, normally Dan's pretty like, yeah, like this is cool. It's like, no, quit the bullshit. Like, let's go. I'm like, wow, you know Dan, right. you know Dan's like serious when he says something like that. So, all yeah. right, Dan, let's let's not yep. delay. So, anyway, um I don't know where we should start. Let you know, let, let's save TP for the second half. You know why? Because let's go in order of operations here. Let's go back to the in case history. we get pulled off the air after that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, if, if Kevin decides he wants to maybe try to get this go, um, let's. I, I uh, hope I hope he can get it going because, because by the way, if any of my comments are not directed at the smoking tobacco, Kevin A. Cuff, or anyone. Uh, uh, in fact, no one in the media is directed. I want to make that very clear. Who is at TPA? So. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's but not media. It's not media complaints. Let's talk about a couple things first. Right. Let's talk about let's talk let's let's get a big chunk. We'll go to a little chunk and then we'll go to TP. Okay. Let's talk okay. about end. Of, let's talk about end of the year. Let's just. I want to get okay. this. I want to get this out of the way. Your list is out. My list is out. Everyone's list is out. Okay. Developing palettes right. is usually like the last one. Theirs is out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about it's February. Let's talk about it. So. Yeah. Every everything's over. Yep. Cigar Journal just got this out this week too. So we have a couple of awards that we just we need to get out because we've just been a little bit behind with some stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, factory and company you guys haven't done yet. Factory, right? no, company's out. That went to Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Okay, um, so you got factories one. Yeah, I know factory. Factory's one. The um, the factory needs to go out. The airport selfie contest winner needs to go out, which I I think I know who it is, and it's gonna be the last. It's the last time we're doing it. Okay, just oh my god, Coop and his well, negativity tried to put a cloud over it. No one wanted to try, and you know, it was, <laughs> was five hundred bucks at the table. And no one from TPE, <laughs> guys, you should claim the prize. If you don't, if you're not interested in getting five hundred dollars donated to charity, bad job by the cigar industry. That's yeah, bad job. I mean, I don't care. I mean, the guys who participated were great, but but you, damn, just do something for charity. You could have did something for charity at a minimum with that. Jeez. Yeah. You know, I hate Jesus. Saying, I hate being called, but like, come on. I mean, it just uh, yeah. I know. I know. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, but you could have had five. I don't mind if you take the $500 pocket it yourself. You opened it up to anyone in the industry. Uh, you, you were much more open about it than I was with it. So you opened it to the entire industry. There was no excuses on this one. Um, Alan said, didn't the contest end last year? It it did, but not for nothing. To Coop's point, you know, everyone going to TBE could have just said, fuck it, I'm doing it. I would have been like, oh, all right, well, there's some interest here. We'll do it again. But no one even had the interest. So it's like, you know what? I'm done. You know, it's like, whatever. Uh, Alan, I didn't it, see it, you it, check it, in. It. I didn't see you check in. So, like, you know, you could have done it anyway. Maybe, hey, no. So. Alan did Alan did a good job with it last year. He did, though. He did. Um, he, he did. He, he did. did, he did, did some job, serious yeah. entries. I got to give I, credit. I, I'll give him credit when it's due, yeah. Yes, absolutely. He did. He did well. He did good. Um, Fred Rui did good. Joe Grow, Terrence Riley. Um, yeah. There was a couple others. There were a few others. Juan, Allison, yeah, but, but, Sean. They, they, those guys. They all did good. They all did good. Juan Cancel did a couple at PCA. Um, and I think there was a couple of others, but not as many as like you used to get like a few years ago. It, it yeah we it, but it, by even when I gave it up I saw the thing declining um and one thing about the cigar industry they don't like rules right they don't people don't like rules and guidelines I mean you put a simple thing like tagging something I mean it was like it was like you thought I was asking for the crown jewels like out of you like and then when you know 
I'm, I'm a stickler with rules. If you don't, it's not fair if someone is following the rules and another person is. So I took a lot of crap because people weren't following the rules. And, you know, uh, so we just, unfortunately, it went from a fun thing for me for like, well, this ain't really worth it. And then the interest level waned. I thought you could resurrect it. I mean, you put a lot more out there with it. And it was like, really, guys? I mean, uh, I mean, it, you, you know, it's, I don't know what else to say. I know. I know. I tried. Tried. Yep. Yep. What I, are you gonna I do? Agree. I can't say you didn't try. You can yep. lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink it, right? Right. Isn't that the old right. saying? Right. And that's yeah, what happened can't. here. Yep. I led the horses yep. to the river, and they stood around and were like, "Oh, that's nice." I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll drink the water yeah. then." Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, you know, I was just saying, like, uh, you know, obviously, if you didn't want, you know, if you don't, want, you, don't want, you feel funny taking the money, you can give it to charity, but you should be obligated to take it for charity. You could do and spend it on however you want with that. That would have been your money. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, I don't know. I just industry doesn't like rules. They, they, real, they don't. They, they actually don't like rules. And if you try to put any type of guideline, they all protest. Uh, so you can't do stuff like this. Unfortunately, you have to have some rules and guidelines, otherwise it becomes chaos. So I think the so for some reason my sound effects soundboard just popped up, and I think we just need a little dose of Matt right now. We just, just, just a little bit, just, just to, just to lighten the tension. Watch the smoking tobacco show. Eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins. Smoke room 101. That's right. That's right. Have you seen his latest shadow drop? By the way, Nicole already said no. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have too I many room yet. 101 T-shirts. <laughs> it's it's oh, his man. face on a hot dog. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> So <laughs> what I is this? And I texted her. I was like, "Hot dog." I'm like, "I thought you were a sausage kind of guy." <laughs> so Room 101 <laughs> is not going to be at the PCA. I know. It's so now, weird. Look, I think I would get. I'm going to guess Matt will be there. I don't think they'll leave Matt home, right? I think they want Matt there. But the Room 101 brand will. This will be the first time it's not there, because Ford's is not going to be there this year. Which so, I don't understand why they're like why wouldn't they just bring all of it or, or like, at least bring Ford? I think Forge needs to be there more than the regular general brands. I I think I, I don't know have done it because I I think Johnny Tobacco, in my opinion, which I think was a fantastic. You had it on the list. It was on a lot of lists. It Number probably six? make the quick list this year. Listen, that's a really good cigar, and I think Forge needs to you know I think Forge needs to take that regular production line. And really elevated into a staple because it's a good product at a good price, and it's the kind of product that Ford's needed right now. And then, you know, instead, I, you know, I don't think it. I know they do a lot of these limited releases. You know, I just think that's not helping them as much as Johnny Tobacco could really help them in the next year or two right now build that brand. So, uh, yeah, and that was like I said, it was no surprise that cigar landed on a lot of us for me when I saw that. It's, it's, we came out of the show. We thought that was one of the best cigars we had on the floor. The um, I I said it from the beginning, right? And this is we'll kind of this kind of will bring us back to, um, the end of the year stuff, right? I um, you know how I feel about smoking at the trade show. I don't like to do it, and the reason is, and I, everyone's I, like, I, I why don't, don't like you smoke either. at the trade show? For me, it's too much of a distraction. Because I'm doing like for like a manufacturer, retailer, like it makes yeah, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, I totally get it. 
for me, like running around doing interviews with the camera and the mics, and like it's just there's just too much going on. Like I need my hands free. Like it's it, it's it's just it's always in the way. I feel funny doing an interview in a booth with a manufacturer, and I'm smoking uh, Tatawahe, but I'm at like McAuliffe, and I'm not gonna like smoke a cigar for five minutes and put it out, and then light another one, and then like put that one out. And, like no, I'm I'm not wasteful, and it's I just t- I just choose tough. not to. So I choose not to smoke. I know you smoke, but. You're also not really doing the camera stuff either, so um, I'm not, right. I'm I'm in a different. My role's a little more relationship in this case, so right. I do have to smoke. But I am with you. Once I leave the booth, I feel like I'm wasting food. You know what I mean? Yeah. When someone gets, I hate putting the star down. Yeah. Now, having said all of this, I didn't cover the Forge booth. Kevin and Mitchell did, so I didn't even go in there yep. like for business. I sauntered through there to say yep. hello to friends who I care a lot about, like. Yeah. Matt and Justin Andrews and all those guys. And as I passed through, I, I, I took a few minutes to just ask me, like, hey, look, you know, well, what's here? The 14th anniversary and Johnny Tobacco. And I go, oh, Johnny Tobacco's full time. Like, yeah, yeah, we got it. You know, and he didn't say it like that. It was like, bro, look at my wares. On dis- and I'm like, okay, let me go look. And he had, and now the Forge booth, as you know, there, there was like different, like, you know, there was Room 101, there was Alec Bradley. Like, they had it like broken up. Right, and then each one had like a basket with samples of whatever the, like the main cigar that was being highlighted yeah, was. Oh, I know our guys were uh, all over those baskets. No, no, no shame here. So I grabbed, I grabbed the JT because I said, "Oh, I know this cigar and I love this cigar." And I was like, "I grab one." And then I had a few minutes, and it was a short little robusto. And I said, "All right, let me light this. It's it's kinetic shade. Let me light this." And you know, and I started smoking. I was like, "Holy shit!" For a trade show like, sample. And I was like, yeah. I ha- now I had it before in the Perfecto size, and I liked it, but in the um, in the Parejo, it was nice. And I was yeah. like, oh, and I sp- and I said, and then I just I I kept going with it, and then I was walking past, and I was like, I'm gonna go in there and grab a couple more. And I know, and I know how this sounds, especially being in media, right? Yep. But I was just I couldn't oh, help it. I'm like, to- I'm like, I gotta grab a couple more, and I'm like, it's Matt, like he'll I'll- get it. I wasn't like guys asked when when we went in there, yeah. And I told Matt, and I and I said to Matt, I go, hey, can I grab a couple more of those? They were fucking good. And he's like, you take what yeah. you need. And yeah. I was like, okay. So I took a couple more, and I said, fuck it, I'm gonna smoke another one. And then one more turned into five more on the show floor. That never happens. No. So. My po- and the reason why I keep telling that story is because anyone who knows me knows, like, for, for me to smoke a cigar and smoke the same cigar that many times, yep. like, over and over again on the trade show floor, I liked it a lot. And yeah. I knew right away, I go, this is in the top ten. I don't care what anyone says, this is going in my top ten. That cigar was great. And I think it's perhaps the best cigar that Matt has made so far. Um, and I know how that sounds because he's made a lot of good ones, but I mean that one, I just, you know, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to go further. It's the best Ford cigar that's come out probably period. They needed a hit cigar like that. Yeah. It was just so good. Yeah. You know, we, I'll say this. So we actually, um, got the show samples. Uh, ben went and got the Toro size, and yes, he bought it, and no, he doesn't have a receipt. Um, but um, he he went and bought it, and he scored that thing a ninety-two. 
And like Ben is pretty, you know, when it gets to the 92s, 93s, he's, you know, again, he's, he doesn't throw those out. No. So we thought the Toro, like, and I haven't reviewed it personally yet. I thought the Toro size was better than that Robusto. And I have not had the Perfecto yet, in fairness. So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think, and I just, you know, sometimes I sit there and I hate picking on Ford. Like, did you see there was a press release for this Gagoria Cabana today? Yep. That was the lowest scoring cigar on Coupe last year, unfortunately. I hate I hated that because I love Gloria Pugabana as a brand. Mm-hmm. But that cigar was such a miss. And to me, they should be focusing more attention on Johnny Tobacconaut and elevating that to a brand that they can ride for the next 10 years. Yeah, I think because Kevin reviewed that cigar, good. and I think it was low, yeah. It, yeah, I know Kevin reviewed it. He was the only other one to review it. And yep. I think he – I think I, I think I gave it like an 83. I want to say he gave it like an 85. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I love Lagoria Cabana. I grew up with that brand, right? So uh, I hated the fact that you know, but to me, I don't know. Now that I came out with it again, and it's another, it's another limit. They just have too many of these limiteds, and I think they just they need to take a cue from Altidus what they're doing. You know, Altidus doesn't come out with twenty cigars. They come out four <laughs> or five lines, and they work on building those throughout the whole year, and they could be very. I think they could be very successful uh, with that. I, I really do. So, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I get, I get more frustrated because I, I know the talent in the tobacco exists in STG to do a release because we saw it, clearly saw it with Johnny Tobacconaut, um, which was, you know, like I said, a stellar, like I, I can't, stellar release. Um, so Kevin gave that Lagoria in 85. I gave it, I think, an 84 and 83. So we, we weren't far off with that. Jay Davis is here with us. Wait, Cigar Coop, a cigar that scored lower than a Freud? Check that receipt. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's good to see know. Jay here. I'm glad Jay's here. I miss good Jay. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I said, uh, I always get a receipt from Jay, by the way. So, you know. You have to. Yeah. Because you get to return stuff all the time. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Let I'm just kidding. No, me. that's not I, true. I just, I know. I, I, I was just busting balls. Yeah. No, no, no. Jay's... Jay, I have Listen, to say, is one of the good. one of the one of the better retailers out there. He he takes very good care of both of us. He always has, yeah. he pretty much always has what we need, and he gives yeah. us great service. Yeah. You like, I'm telling Same you right day now. Deliver, I mean, he goes to the post office that day and delivers. He does. I mean, that's how he does. I mean, I, he does. So he does. Uh, and I just said he has my card on file, so he knows when I, he can just hit it, and uh, you know, uh, I'm sure he'll tell me when it expires. So, uh, I, but I trust him with it. Like I said, yeah. Uh, it's great because he tells me when he gets stuff in. And like I said, you know, check check out Blue Smoke in Dallas if you're in Dallas. Uh, it's a great, great store to hang out in. I also like to support Jay. You yep. know. And if um, you need a receipt, he'll get you a receipt. I promise you. Media people, you can get receipts from Jay. So. And I'll tell you, too. The other thing is, you know, if um, if you – like, I don't think I've ever had an issue with Jay. Um but I just know I know him personally very well. If you ever had an issue, he would be all over it. He'd be like, "Whatever." Oh, it's it is, not, we'll not even fix an issue. It. Yeah, it's not yeah. even a question. He'll be like, yeah. "No, like he'll 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 send you he'll send you new cigars." Like he he'll he'll yeah. like he his customer service is out is out of this world. So, uh, the way it should be, you know. And I think that's why yeah. Jay is is the way he is. I mean, he he's, you know, yeah. that's he he knows what he's doing. You know, I've been in a lot of and shops. You've look, been in a lot of shops all over the country. Yeah, absolutely. And. I'm not gonna name names, but there's some good shops, some okay shops, 
You know, Jay is one of the better shops. You Jay's know? one. Look, I saw him do a Tap to Wahe event when I was down in Texas. And when I see a retailer just know how to put on an event, know how to execute the event, uh, it, it uh, that's that. There's a lot of retailers when it comes to the execution of the event. That's where they fall down. Yeah. And uh, Jay doesn't do a ton of events, but when he does them, he does them right. So. The sad thing is I've actually never been in Jay's shop, but I've done enough business with him that I know how he is. I can vouch for him either way. But his yeah. shop is yeah. on my list. When, I, when Nicole and I have been talking about how we, bad we want to go to Texas, and when we go to Texas, we're probably going to yeah. be in the Dallas area when we finally go. And I, like we've already said, like one of the first things, we want to go yeah. to see Jay. Like that's like one of the yeah. top three things on our list when we fr- when we finally yeah. go to Texas, we're going to see Jay. Like that's like a thing yeah. for us. I mean, it's just you have to. You you got to go to Blue Smoke Dallas. You got to go to Chamberlain's uh, Steakhouse, which isn't too far from there. Uh, and then I'll say this, there's a lot of really good stores on the Fort Worth side of the uh, of the Metroplex. So, which is like that's a little further from Jay, but you obviously when you want to, like Bear lives out in the Western End, which is the Fort Worth area. So I hit a few shops with Bear out there, and and Dallas is a great destination place, I think, for like a smoking tobacco herf or whatever. I would I would easily put that on a, a place to have a herf, uh, or you know, get together. Yeah, I mean, one of the things on our list is uh, to do more some some more like herfs, maybe some live stuff as we you know travel around the country. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, you know, I know two guys. You know, they they we, they want to do a show from inside the the Red Anchor Lounge in Nashua down the street. Um, so we might we might do something like that. Um, we uh, want to do some stuff at some other places. We're talking about doing a kickoff yeah. event for the fundraiser this year um, from a shop in Rhode Island. And I don't want to give away too much information because it's not really official, so I don't want to say anything that you know. I'll go. But, yeah, uh, we, yeah I think talk- I know which shop it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, I've talked to you about it. So, which an update yeah, on the fundraising. Yeah. So we haven't formally announced it for this year yet. I'm trying to make sure I get my ducks in a row before I really talk about it because I plan on doing it. Obviously, um, I, I, what I. This is what I'm going to say. I'm working on it right now. I've been in touch with people. I'm working on putting it together. There's some different stuff this year. I wanted it to. I wanted to have it ready to launch like right before PCA, so we could be you know running it during the trade show. Yeah. However, the trade show is a lot of work in itself, and you know, yeah, with the other stuff we have going on in our personal lives, you know, I if I can't get things right in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna wait until after the trade show to really do it, um, which I think is probably the better option. But I'm at this point in time. I'm still trying to get get it ready to kick off before the trade show because I, I ideally, I think it would be good for the fundraiser to have it at the trade show, um, you know, be you know having it being promoted and all that while everyone's together and reminding right. everybody. I think that would be really good for it. But if I can't get it done, I'd rather wait than try to slap it together and have it not be what I want it to be. So if you're waiting to hear about that, um, that's all I'm going to say at this point in time. Um, and I just, just, I will let you know as soon as I'm ready. Um, but it's, it's still happening. So just, uh, just make sure you're, you're signed up on the website, our newsletter and all that. Just, just make sure you're, you know, you're following along. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know, believe me, it'll be, it'll be a big deal when we let you know. But, um, that's, that's just where we're at. I just, sorry, Coop. I just wanted to, while I had it in my mind, I wanted to make no, sure that's okay. everyone knew. Uh, that's okay. 
Which, by the way, you know, I wanted to say, you know, we're, uh, we're smoking tonight, and, uh, we, sorry, where is my, there it is. Oh, I lost you. There you go. What happened? How did I go from me to you to, there we go. I don't know what's going on here. The little button's being clicky. Um, we got to talk about. We gotta talk about what we're what we're lighting with tonight. As always, ST Dupont yep. accessories be exceptional. ST Dupont is the best. That's what we use here. Um, but we have some new products oh. here, and I want to talk about <laughs> these really quickly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk to you about this one too afterwards on a positive way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I know what you're going to say, and I'm with you, too. I don't think I'm sending this one back. <laughs> I don't think I'm sending this back. Um. Well, look at though. We do get these on, like, all disclaimer, Matt, if you don't mind me saying. We Go ahead. Home, but we, do have an option. we do have an option to purchase, so, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we, we, we these are provided to us by SD DuPont, um, yeah. and if we want to keep them, we can, um, and we pay for them. But I, yeah, uh, I, I think I'm going to keep this one because I love this lighter. Yeah, this is a... Uh... I got the, uh, this is the, uh, the biggie. The slimmy. Nope, this the is the biggie. Oh, sorry, did I say the biggie? The, 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 the slimmy's a little I, smaller, I think. This is the biggie. Oh, this, is, this, this is the big D. Yes, correct. The big D. Yes, you're right. Uh, I have the, I got the black, uh, the black lacquer in gold. I got the all gold, yeah. like, diamond point pattern. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I just, just, this slick. is actually kind of funny. It was my, yeah, they, they slick and they look like the line two and, uh, no, give you that, the Legrand. They look like the Legrand. You're right. You're yeah. You're right. Yes, yes. You're right. Because uh, uh, and for a second I looked at it and I'm like, did they send? Yeah. And I'm like, no. It's it's got to be the big D. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it's showing here, but uh, the flat flame. Look at that. Yeah, I can't get it to show it on my background, but it, I'll but tell it you works too. Great. I just like I just like some of the lighters like this, especially like the torch ones, like yeah. from other brands. They can feel kind of light and chintzy. Because, I mean, torch lighters oh, are, you yeah, know, yeah. this has the weight. This has weight. It's not yep. as heavy as an actual Legrand, but it's it's still heavier than, like, what you'd expect for, like, a lighter like this. Like, you can just, like, yep. you, you hold it. You feel like it feels nice. You know, and I know how that yeah. sounds, but, like, when you intertwine with the amount of lighters and accessories that Coop and I do, yep. um, you get you know, to you get to know like the ones that are chintzy and the ones that are not. Yeah. Not that you guys wouldn't, but like just yeah. I, I know a lot of people they have like a lighter or two that they use and that's it. But like we're constantly going through different products because of you know what we do. And I'll tell you, man, like I, I, I just the second I took this out of the box, I was like, damn, this is nice. Like and not yeah. because and not because their name's at the bottom of the screen. Like I would have said this either way. And and anyone who knows me knows I've been talking about DuPont since before DuPont they forever. Even, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th this is just a, such a nice product. It really, yeah. really is. They, and it's, it's they, a serious contender for our accessory of the year in 24. Yeah. What I got to say about this is, you know, I'm not a big fan of soft flame lighters, okay? But you go, you get that that, that big D fan flame, uh, and it's like a soft jet flame. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives you everything that a jet flame can give you, uh, but it doesn't, you know, you're not having to deal with the open flame, you know, which frustrates me sometimes. So right. it works. It works really, really good. Um, and this was a very nice release they did this year. That's a very nice set that that Dupont uh, Big D. So they got this one. They have the Slimmy, which looks like it, but it's it's thinner. I thinner, believe. yeah. It's it's thinner. Um, this is more like the full size version. Yeah. I think this is actually like the actual like thickness and size of the Legrand. The Slimmy looks the same, but it's thinner. It might be a little shorter. 
Um, yeah. But essentially, the design is the same. It still looks like a Legrand. Um, yeah, you'll know because this is going to be lighter than a Legrand when you pick this up. Yeah. Correct. Um, for the, and for those who, who don't know, so the Legrand is the... There's two flip-top soft flame lighters that DuPont makes. There's the Line 2, which is this one. This is the original Line 2 with the yep. ping and the roll. Okay. Yep. Um, the Legrand is a little bit bigger. I'll hold them up side by side. So the Legrand is a little bit bigger. So like there they are side by side. There you go. Yep. So the Legrand's a little bit bigger and a little thicker. And the only difference is, so it'll it'll flip open. And now they ping, actually. Uh, they Previously, they didn't ping. That was only line two. The, the Legrand's ping now. And they do the soft flame. But if you push up on the roller... It actually turns into a single jet torch, yeah, yeah, which is which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, again, I mean, I just this once again just good shit out of Dupont, and yeah, great, great craftsmanship, and uh, you know, I I was like, I interviewed Les in December, uh, and I've never interviewed Les. Well, I shouldn't say I did on Stogie Geeks. So this, uh, and that guy is just not only is he a wealth of knowledge, right? Everyone loves Les man in the industry universally loved guy um i don't know anyone said a bad word about less um he is just and he you know like i said he's done a great job with the dupont line since he's uh, come on board a few years ago mm. well don't forget last worked with dupont for many years previously yeah yes is the uh with the with the pen side yeah and then no he worked with the lighters too that's right he did work with the you're correct but he started with pens i know Les started he did with start pens. then he went with the lighters he, yeah, went and Calibri, he went to Calibri, and then he came back with Coles of London. But he pretty much handles Dupont. That's he actually his thing. stopped the quality importers for a short time. And you're right, and he did, he did, he did. I forgot yeah, about he, that because he brought because Jimmy Jimmy Murillo, who's their vice president of design, came over with him from Calibri. Uh, that was right. a big move when they got both of those guys. Um, I just remember my I met Les at my first trade show. I'm just I'm literally a nobody, right? And he handed me a Calibri cutter, uh, one of those butterfly cutters, and it had the IPCPR logo on. The XI one. Yeah, the X. Yep. And I had those Calibri. I had that Calibri cutter. It's not the XI one. That's the Zycar one. I forgot what Calibri. Oh, was. you're right. I'm sorry. You said Calibri. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were talking about. No, Never he, mind. It, it was. But I had that cutter for about 11 years, and finally, the you know, and I cleaned it. I kept it, but finally, the blade just. You know, 11 years of using it. Uh, so it got retired into the uh, – and I don't throw out, like, collectible cutters. So it's retired. It's living a nice uh, – you know, it's, its work is done, and now it's just going to live out of tears in my accessory drawer. But but uh, I always remember Les giving me – I love that cutter so much. So, uh, I was such a fanboy when I got it, you know. So I was always grateful to Les. I told Les finally – Live I remember from the I had Drew Estate Cigar oh, Studios. Sorry. Great. I clicked the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, when I had Les on Stogie Geeks in 2015, he was surprised I still had the cutter. And then, you know, I told him, hey, I finally cut. So, we, like, I was talking about as a team, like, we, we really want to spend more time at, at DuPont and Coles of London this year. Those booths take a long, as you know, those booths take a long time to cover and do justice to them. So, that's part of the reason why we had a trip to the team this year, because we felt we needed another, we need another, we need some more bodies this year to kind of do that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, we, um, we've we added some personnel as well. You know, as you guys know, Mitchell's been with us for a while. Kevin just joined yep. us um, about two-thirds of the way through 2023. And now we have uh, Dee Pittman 
who's with us as well, doing some reviews. And she's done a nice job and uh, out of the gate. I gotta get to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we're really proud. We have a really nice group of people. We have a really great yeah. team. You know, Barbara, also Kevin's wife, Barbara, is, has been helping out too, um, yep. which has been really nice. So, you know, she's also got some stuff going on, and hopefully we're going to expand on her role. Um, one second, sorry. I need to do something for But, but we all know, look, quickly. Nicole still runs the company. Nicole yes. Still runs the company. That, That's uh, right. Lisa runs Cigar Coop. I tell people, people don't realize Lisa runs – I got I got a financial lecture from Lisa on some stuff. Actually, it's kind of fun. Yeah, she's like, you need to do this, this. And she's like, and she's showing, you know, but she's not wrong. Like, you need to do this, this, and this. Stop being nice. She's like, <laughs> you can imagine what that was about. But uh, Nicole has a lot to say. Just, yeah, she she, she no, has, she has a lot of things yeah, to say. You. I know. Let me tell you, she's like, uh, she's very much like told me. She says, um, yeah, she's like, I want your company around in ten years. <laughs> Everything's going up. She said so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and the, yeah. the other thing too is that Nicole has a lot more experience running a business, so that's nice to have too. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely need to um, to get some yeah. some some check ins with her yeah. from time to time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she also does a lot too. So yeah, there's a lot of us here. There's a lot of us here, and um, we which have is, which we is have, crazy. Think, Twelve people, twelve people between our teams. Because I got yeah. seven, you got five. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. people always if you, count, like, if you got wow. Barbara, thirteen. If you got Barbara, it's thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, and people always like, wow, that's a lot of people. That's like, well, you know, it takes you a lot of people samples. to do what we do. When you want free samples, I mean, that's what you do. You get people. You know. Do you do you want to get into that tonight? Because we can. Not not really. I mean, it's just. You know, I know what that's about. Time. Like, do you want to? No, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. It's. It's uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. Or you know, to have this conversation anymore is ridiculous. So, you know, there's other important we we still haven't really gotten into the list yet. I would rather get into that. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So, if you have anything negative you want to say, don't be shy. It's okay. No, I I think I told you, Matt. Um, I thought your list was very good. Um, I I thought it was a good. Like I know you were a little worried about how I'd react. Um, I wasn't worried. I, I, no, hold on. I wasn't worried. I just was like, well, Coop. Right. And I, I said, Coop's going to be honest with me, and I'm just curious what he's going to say. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to tell you something what I didn't realize, okay? What? The anniversario is not the same anniversario. It's, right? it's a different. It, the blend was slightly changed, I was told. I think it was, yes. So It's the size that, that was resurrected, but I, I you think you're right. So, and I love the original, and... People tell me this is better than the original. Look, um, I saw several lists have that cigar very high. Um, Half wheel had it at number, number two. One, they had it number two. Um, I was talking to the Dojo guys. They loved that cigar. Yeah, they had it up uh, there. They had it up there. So it's a legitimate cigar. It's, and but I have a rule like re-release blends aren't eligible um, once they're di- once they're discontinued. So, um, but this would be eligible. This is eligible. Because it's not a re-release blend. So are you telling me that we 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 could see this on the list for Coop in 2024? It's on the review side, yo. Yeah, it it's it, it's 20 because I use okay. a two-year cycle. So it is eligible. eligible. Yeah. Like you know, look, what happened to Alfonso last year? It didn't make the deadline. It made my number two cigar. That was your number one cigar. Yeah. Uh, it was half of them. I saw the greatness in Alfonso. There was another cigar that that look. I heard you. I, there was a clear-cut winner for number one this year. With my father, it wasn't close. Okay, not that's not a knock on the Alfonso. 
my father was that much better. Uh, it was just that. It, that's a cigar of the decade candidate in my book. Uh, that my father. So, and not to, um, not for nothing, but that factory between their own stuff, the stuff they're doing with Pete, and then the stuff they do for everybody else. They make a lot of good cigars. It was your factory of the year this year. It was our factory of the year last year. It was um, ours last year too. Yeah. You know, they, they've they every every year they've had they've had cigars on our list every year. Um, this is this is spectacular. I had this this morning on KMA. Yep. The twentieth anniversary. They they are doing like that factory is at another level right now. So and the tobacco they're getting is at another level. What I'll say, not my father, but it was made there. So. My next cigar um, that I, I laid up, I, I actually I brought the whole box out because I have to actually like kind of open it. Um, I have Nicole got me this for my birthday, brand new box of Tatuaje Cajonu 2012 Broadleafs, the Reservas. Ooh, and I love these cigars, and she got me this box for my birthday, and I cracked it. But as you can see, the bundle is still wrapped up. I'm gonna open this on the show, and I'm gonna smoke one. So. I think Pete's coming out with a Corojo wrapped version of that this year. Really? Yes. He, he he's got That's a Corojo. I think the I believe the Cajonio is getting a Cor- like so you know that Corojo he's been playing with on the um he's been playing with Cor- I don't want to say he's been playing with Corojo. It's been best known on the Verico Blue. Yeah. He said on our show I, I believe it was the, he talked about this Corojo wrapper and I believe it was the Cajonio 2012 that's getting it. Yeah, because they have a Sumatra already, so so yeah, he's that's something we're gonna see this year, according to him. Well, he works a lot with broadleaf, Sumatra, and uh, Habano. He's Listen, he did the yeah, Tuxlo, yeah. he did a lot of Mexican San Andreas we saw the last couple of years, and yep. now I, to see him go with Corrales, that'd be interesting. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna say something. You know, I've really gone back to Brown Label in the last year, and just yeah. really appreciating for what Brown Label is and. You know, I was glad to see Brown Label on the CA list this year. Um, it's just, it's an excellent blend. I think it doesn't, I think, because Pete's gotten caught up with Monsters and Cajonews and, you know. But Brown Label is what started it all for him. Right. And I think the, the 20, did you have the 20th anniversary on your list too? Uh, the Tatuaje. Tatuaje one? No, I actually yeah. didn't. I don't think we got to it, but... Okay. Uh, we'll, we're going to look into it for the 24 list. Okay. Uh, some lists had it, is what I'm saying. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the same. It wasn't eligible for one. But in my opinion, that was a great, uh, you know, and it was a great expression of the Brown label, is what he did with that. So, uh, you know, like I said, he, Pete was our small company of the year this year for a reason. Uh, he just had a, uh, he had a very, very uh, big name, big year, rather, excuse me, uh, on that. So, uh, you guys had... You had the Tuxla 10th anniversary on the OS, right? As well as the, the Lomo Deserto. Yeah, Lomo Deserto uh, made a nice run late on Lissa. And I, again, this is the second year in a row. I should have realized it was going to be Matt Ty's number one cigar. I'm going to when I went for to, a second while I rip this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I went to um, Minnesota in 2022, uh, Matt was smoking Crux the Connoisseur number fours, and he gave it number one cigar of the year. And then I went in 2023 to visit Matt again, and uh, this time he was smoking Lomo Desertos, like chain smoking them. Uh, I thought he was going to give it to Papa Saka, but I should have realized it was Lomo Deserto. So one thing I will say is, you know, I never, 
Because it came out when I was still like in high school, before I even th- ever thought about trying a cigar. So I never, I never got to try the the original pork tenderloin, with the broadleaf. Um, I've always wanted to. Um, Great cigar, yeah, yeah. And I know that many of the peers that I have, such as yourself and um, the folks at Half Wheel and Dojo, and I know a lot of those guys have talked about it. It, it they, a lot of people consider it one of the greatest cigars of all time. Um, it's rated extremely high. I know you've given it a really high rating. I know Brooks gave it a very high rating. Um, I know Kevin's talked to it because Kevin, Kevin's had it and he was like, that was a really fucking good cigar. Um, yeah. so I, I can't, I don't have anything to compare it to. I believe all of you because usually when a cigar is that pretty widely liked, I'd probably like it too. Um, my palate's very similar, not the same, but similar to yours. Yeah. And usually for the most part, we're on par with stuff. So I'm and I and I love broadleaf and I love all the broadleaf stuff that Pete does that comes out of my father. So I mean, I, as you know, as you can tell. So I I know I probably would have loved it, but having said that, the Mexican San Andreas it was still really really good. I mean, I I smoked yeah. that and I remember I actually I was talking to Pete and I said, hey, so I tried it and I said I have to say I was very surprised by it because it's not, for me it it just it didn't taste. It wasn't what I expected, and it was And I said I don't mean that in a bad way. It was kind of different than what a lot of your stuff tastes like. But I really enjoyed it. It was a nice surprise, and I it was really good. And um, like I was expecting it to be a, a, just a little different. Um, and I do like that flavor profile. But I was like, yep. this is a little different. I said it was this was really well done. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I this has to be on our list. So. I was really, I was really pleased with that cigar, and I'm, I actually have to talk to Jay because I'm hoping Jay still has some bundles left because I, I might try to get another one before they fully disappear because those were really good. I know we rated it pretty good too. Um, I think it got a 90, but here we go. I'm so excited for this. You have no idea. Um, nothing like a fresh yeah. box. Yeah. Um. You know, it's um, 90s actually what makes my list now. Uh, standard, it's what I call standard of excellence. You had two cigars on your list, though, that I would say are early contenders for Cigar of the Year on the coupe list this year. Do you know what they were? You want to guess or I'll tell you? Go ahead. Just tell me. Eye of the Bull. Yep. And well, I, actually, I knew Sensorium. that one. And the Sensorium. Yep, and yeah. yeah, if right now I'd say Sensorium's ahead of Eye of the Bull. I actually I didn't smoke cigar. Sensorium, but it made the list because it reviewed really well, and you know, I said, okay, look, it should look, be up there. That is, if I look, I don't know if Christian's continuing that project. We had him on the show; he was very noncommittal on that one. Um, I know it's a fifty-plus dollar cigar, but it's a. I mean, and I got those from Jay, <laughs> so uh, what I'm saying is, I hope they continue that cigar. It's it's the best. It's I thought the best Asylum cigar was the Asylum Seven. Uh, a few years ago, this is better than the Asylum Seven. This is this could give. I mean, Asylum. If if Cigar of the Year ended today, that would be my number one Cigar of the Year. There's a lot of smoking to go, though. That's what I'm gonna say. Well, there's a lot of stuff that has come out that are early serious contenders for us. I mean, Perdomo Thirtieth. Perdomo Thirtieth hasn't been reviewed yet, but let me tell you, Perdomo Thirtieth is gonna be in that discussion. All three of them could be in that discussion. I know. Uh, we, yeah. we all, said, all three of them have been sent out to the team. Everyone, every, yeah. like each of the three main reviewers, yeah. ha, has one of each of the shades. 
you know, and Nick they're all every, they're yeah. in the review cycle. Yeah, that's good. I think D's will Nick, be out first. It was funny because you know Nick was asking me, and I said, "Hey," he goes, "I said Nick, I've already started the thumbnails for the list. By the time you guys shipped it, I just but um I the Maduro we smoked that over Thanksgiving, and I got a box, and it was one of our Thanksgiving smokes, and and the Maduro seems to be the one right now that at least it's grabbed on to me, but that's not a knock on the other two. For me, uh, it's, but yeah, that, I I'm I'm I, I'm gonna express the same sentiment about all three. For for me, it's the Connecticut. It's really good, yeah. The Sungrown is good too. There's nothing wrong with the Sungrown. No, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but that Maduro, um, yeah, that Maduro, that Maduro speaks to me. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the the twelve year vintage a bit. It has that same, you know, just there's something that, but that's why I love the twelve year vintage Maduro, uh, which is really good. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Perdomo, they don't release stuff every year. And it's not because it's not for anything negative, you know, but they, you know, they don't need to always release something new. And when they do a new product, they put a lot of time into it. So when they do put out something good, it's, it's, it's the talk of the town, you know, for for 2024, Perdomo is one of like the few handful so far that is to be, um, one of the things I said this on a few shows ago, um, you know, the Alfonso Grand Selection came out, and we were like all excited. We we're like, "Oh, this is you know going in the queue for 24." Unfortunately, I don't know if that's even going to make the list. I, I've smoked it. I know a few other people have smoked it, and um, it was not. It did not live up to the expectation that um, we've had, and um, unfortunately. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. It, it's going to be reviewed um, soon. Um, it, it's in the queue. Um, yeah. But I, I'm yeah. worried about how it's going to rank. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that you, you bought it, you have to review it too. Like, uh, yeah. And I'm sure you have a re- I'm sure you have a receipt for it. So. Yep. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean. Um. It's it's always very interesting that that Perdomo is going to do extremely well. I haven't reviewed Room 101 Johnny Tobacco not yet. That's up for this year. Um, you know, I kind of, I haven't done the soccer stuff. Krakatoa and uh, Papa Saka haven't been reviewed, so uh, you know, um, things happening with that, and uh, you know, we we shall we shall see. Um, I'll give you my surprise of your top ten. They actually do two. You want to know what they were? Sure. I'm not saying no bad picks. Papa Spritas, eight ninety nine, and La Verada. Those were my two surprise ones. I knew like some of the other ones, like Roma Craft. You guys were high on and Ferrutego, and but uh, I di- I didn't see it coming with Papas Fritas. and Lavarada's just had mixed results with a lot of people uh, review wise. So like that's why it surprised me. I'm, um, I wasn't a fan of it, but that's I'm just me. That's just me. I thought it was good for what it was, and for what it was, it was great. And um, I always loved the original Papas Fritas. Yeah. And I I've said this before when it comes to Liga. You know, I I've been a Liga Provada fan for a long time. And I was always a number nine guy. The T fifty two is just not my cup of tea. It's not a bad cigar. It's just it's it's I not, love, it's I just not my thing. It's not my thing. Yeah. The number nine, like boof. Then the H ninety nines came out. 
and I started smoking them. And I smoked, and I started smoking a lot of them. And I was like, I just, I, I, I think that's my new number one favorite. Um, number nine is obviously number two. When you're talking about the core Liga, yeah, outside of the Unico stuff. So when the Papas Fritas came out, I'm like, oh, this is interesting because like I love the Papas Fritas. Now they're yeah. using the 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 hybrid Corojo, the Connecticut Corojo, and I was like, you know, for what it is, this is a great little cigar. I mean, a lot of people were high on that cigar, but it wasn't just you. Yeah, no, uh, I know. I just didn't know if you were high on the H99. But like Seth from Developing Palettes had his as that was his personal number one, so that got a lot of votes for those guys on the Developing Palettes side. I think the H ninety nine spoke to me best in in a size that you wouldn't believe. The Phineas Gage Lancero to me was that was really good. Listen, that cigar if it wasn't event only would have made my list. Event if you're if you're an event distributed cigar you're not eligible in Forge. I just so um I you know but it was a great cigar. I mean. And it spoke to me very well in the Lancero. Uh, it didn't speak to me well in the Toro. So uh, I have to spoke more to Papa's Fritas, fairness. Uh, uh, I usually don't do a lot of mixed filler cigar reviews. That's why I haven't reviewed it. The um, Sorry, I have to write something down. Because I the way my brain works, if I don't like write it down right now, I'm going to forget later. Ask for free samples at PCA. No, i got to tell Mitchell... <laughs> Remind me, I need... Boy Wonder. I miss Boy Wonder. I miss Boy Wonder. I don't know why I call him Boy Wonder. He's older than you. Only by, like, less than a year. Yeah. Well, he is the Boy Wonder. I look forward to seeing him. I have a cigar for him, actually. So. So, the, uh... Yeah, so, like I said, I think, um... I, 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 like I said to you guys, I think you guys put a lot of nice effort into the list. Um... And uh, you guys should be very happy with it. And I think, uh, you know, the last three years you've had some, like, I don't think anyone can dispute those those as number one cigars. Like, Undercurrent 10, Alfonso, and the Stavidoff Anniversario, which I hate, again, I haven't spoke to, but if it's anything like the heritage of the of the, of the Anniversario, I'm not even concerned about that. But, uh... Mitchell, I texted you. Check your phone. Um... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I saw you was here. Yeah, I'm like, no, I gotta talk. Okay. If you're having a conversation, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just I thought of something that I need to tell him, and I wanted him to know because I need him to remind me because I will forget. So, that's all. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, you know, boy wonder. I mean, what can you say? I mean, I gotta give yeah. the kid a lot of credit. You know, he he's been doing a great job. You know, he's been pumping out his reviews. He's on top of, like, information. I like, I like, him. I like him a lot. Yeah, it comes, like, now it gets to the point where I have to ask him, like, can you, like, tell me? Like, because he, he spends so much time. He watches every show. I'll be honest. I don't get to watch or he watches to more than me. He watches more than me. I can tell you that. Yeah, like, just because, like, I, you know, he just, he, he, like, sees every episode of every show. He knows everything. He'll like, he'll like, oh, did you guys hear? And I'm like, I know. I just, I have no idea. And he's like, oh yeah. And then I, I go and I check it out. Yeah. But like, yeah. he, he like keeps me in the loop. Um, and yeah. he's, you know, he's. I gotta say, he's come a long way. You know, not that he was ever really like bad, but he's just, he's really grown into his role, and he's done a really great job. And he, he's made some changes lately, and he, he's, he, he's been doing really good. So I gotta give him a lot of credit. You know, I, I do oh, miss, I, I miss cool. having him around on the shows, um, you know, but, you know, I love having Kevin too, you know, because Kevin's also like a wealth of knowledge. He's been smoking yeah. for a little bit longer than me. So he, he has a little bit more history than I do. 
Um, you know, he, his time with Dojo, he, he, he got a lot of, you know, um, a lot of history and just all the yeah. technical stuff he's good with. Yeah. So I like yeah. having him around too. Cause he also like, he'll tell me stuff and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I forgot about that. Like, Oh, it's, it's nice. It's nice having some people on the team that, that really know their shit. Um, cause it helps me cause it, it, you know, it's hard. Like if, if you guys think that as, as good as Coop is, or as good as even Charlie Minato is, and you know, some of the others, like, like I, I, I know that there, like you can't know everything all the time. Like I, I want, like, you know, one of the things like I, like I was watching, you know, like some of Charlie's, like his cigar of the year list and the, um, when he did the, uh, when he did the consensus, like there was stuff he did, he like fucked up and he was like, Oh, I think I fucked this up. Like, so it's like, if you guys think that like, we just know every everybody I, knows I heard, everything. Like we can't. Like it's it's hard. Like even you know, I heard this about we this, don't know. Like, and I heard about this, and uh, I didn't watch the show. Um, but I heard there was a mistake. He had a blend wrong under something, and it actually pushed the mirror fell into the top twenty-five. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk, talk about that cigar too. Well, it's funny because, and again, that's not a knock. It's just if anything, it it shows the humbleness of like you think like, oh yeah, we know like. Every every it's little bit about every cigar. Yeah. It's we don't. It's it's hard. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out there to yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, it, it's just when you have a team, and you got multiple people like looking at different things. It's nice because you can go like, oh yeah, I don't know anything about that, but like you do, and then like you don't know about this, but I do, and it's it's that's another thing that makes the teams just so nice is having so yeah. many people in different areas. We, as a team, we can cover all the bases, but individually, you'll never do it. it believe me, yeah, I've, I I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but no, I mean, the end-of-the-year lists were, were pretty good. Um, you know, obviously, Steve Saka was like almost... I, I, don't think, I don't think he was left off of one single list this year. Um, mm, he wasn't in my top 10. I can tell you that. And I took some shit for that. Not from him. No, but Hopefully. he was on your list, right? He was twice on my list. He had two cigars on the list. Yeah. So yeah, he, he made everybody's list. Yeah. Mm. I, so I got a, I got a, no, hold on. You, okay? I just want, I just, I just want to, I just want to bask in this and then I want you to get to that point. I, I just want to take okay. my three seconds. You had the soccer okay. con on the list. That's what it was. A cigar, mind you, that I just want to remind everybody for the hundredth time. That when Coop first smoked it was like, I don't know. Alright. Sorry about that. We are back again. There we go. I don't know what happened. I don't know. We lost the feed. Yeah, everything everything froze. Like literally everything froze for us. That's you and really Mebo weird. froze. That's really weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Nicole says we're back in the same feed again. Okay, good. That we didn't drop the feed. Um, so finish your comment because I have a response to that. Yeah. About you were talking about you go back about how I thought I just thought of that cigar, and then I have a response to that. Okay, hold. I'm gonna. I, if you don't mind, I just want to check one thing really quickly. Yep. Yeah, Mitchell said yeah, all good. Are, all good. Are, oh, that's good. So at least it's in the same spot. Yeah, um, that's good. It, we didn't lose the feed, which would be terrible. Oh, but right. yeah, everything just froze. Everything just froze on me. That's weird. All right, at least we're all in the same spot, though. That's what I cared about yeah. the most. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying before, we lost that. So I was gonna tell everyone for the hundredth time, and the Saka Khan was on your list, right? So, remind you, that was a cigar that when Coop very first smoked it, very early on, I said, "Oh, I love this cigar," and he was like, 
I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. And I said, oh, I don't know. And I think that maybe there's something wrong with you. You might want to go, you know, get your brain checked out. And then six months later, he was like, oh, this cigar is really good. And I'm like, I told you. (laughs) Well, I think there is an explanation. So he released that cigar for JR Cigars as, as a 50th anniversary cigar before it was called Saka Khan. It was called, it was Mi Corita, but it wasn't even Mi Corita Black at the time. It did have the black label on it, but it was the JR 50th. It's the same cigar, and that was what I was basing it off of. I don't know what happened. I, I don't want to say anything changed, but, you know, whatever the batch he sent out with uh, when, when it was released, it was, it was better. I mean, I don't know if the tobaccos were just better or whatever. I can't explain it. Um, you know, but it was much better, and that's how it happened. So, but I originally wasn't high on that cigar when it was the JR release. Uh, yeah, hold, sorry, hold on one second. Hey, Nicole, so we're, I don't think we're live on our YouTube channel. That's the only thing that we don't have. Okay. I don't know, I don't know why. I'm gonna try to do that in the background. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, the only thing is I don't I don't think we're live on the YouTube channel, but I'm gonna try to do something in the background in the meantime. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, it, look, it, the point is you came around eventually, and we and you know we got it on there, and I'm glad it was on your list because I I, I did think it was a great cigar, and um, it was a, it was a, it was a number eleven cigar, which is a very good cigar in my book. Uh, I got you know I got complaints on it, like how come you. How come soccer wasn't in the top ten? And why do you hate Steve? And no, I don't. We got two Tugars on on my list. It's very good when you land that. So uh, it uh, and Papa Soccer will be reviewed. It's a tw- it was not eligible, folks, because it was released after the trade show, and uh, that's the rule. <laughs> you cannot get released until after the trade show, um, and. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. I think it did. You did lose the feed, Matt. Yeah. So uh, I just looked at it myself on the YouTube channel. So, no, it's there. It's a, it's there. You know, it looks like it, ha- it looks like it's yeah. It looks like you have to get it back. Yeah, it looks like the video. The the video is there till we stop it. It's not live anymore. I don't know why. Right. Right. It's weird. Right. Yeah. I wonder if maybe it was a YouTube issue, and maybe that's what did it. Because that's the only place where it didn't go back. It's just it's still like it's just the video ended. Yeah, That's you get weird. into technical stuff like this, I leave it to people who are higher pay grades than me. Yeah. Yeah, That's... I don't I don't That's too bad. I mean we're yeah, I just I don't have the head to bird. So uh it's kinda of like but I but once you're ready, I have a major question for you on lists, so Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, so it's a two part question. When I did the countdown and I had Murafell Richard at number three, what was your reaction? I was a little surprised. Okay. Now I'm going to ask a second question. And that's fair. Yep. Actually, the Coop team, actually, the guys on the Coop team are always going to be number two. They knew I had it high. Okay. But that's okay. When Halfwheel gave it number one, how did your reaction change? I felt the same. I was a little surprised. Okay. Cause that's fair, too. So I'm just going to tell you that, that it was amazing how when I put that out there, people were like, I got the what the fox, blah, blah, blah. You know, like. And then when Halfway gave it number one, wow, you really knew something. You really aren't to something with that cigar. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was hysterical how people's reaction changed with that. Great pick. Uh, you know, like I said, we, we, uh, the Mirafells were, I got a, I got a, uh, 
Jeremiah contacted me and everything. It was it was really really nice. Uh, then half will give it number one. So I kind of <laughs> I can understand them going a little being even more excited about the half wheel one. Uh, but but it was a. Gr- I said that Richard is and Jay got me hooked on that cigar when it came out. So that was Jay was the one who told me you need to smoke this cigar. Um, and I'm glad he did. So. You know, a lot of times there is subjectivity when we source cigars and what we're going to put, what we review and what goes on the list. And, and that happens sometimes. And it's not done on purpose. It's not meant to bump another cigar up. But if someone's putting it on my radar, if this is a really good cigar, I'm going to smoke it. So I didn't think that the Mirafel was a bad cigar. Did you have the Richard or the Meyer? I had the Richard. Okay. I love the Yeah. But... I just the Meyer wasn't as good for me. Yeah, it's what it wasn't the same. I think my honest opinion, right? Right. I thought it was a great cigar, but when you put the price tag with it, I didn't think that it was worth that much for what I had. And that's a very honest and what I think is a very fair statement to make for eighty-seven dollars. I was there, like, "There's no cigar. That's, there's no cigar that's worth that." Okay, and that's you're 100 percent right. Now that does not play a role when you ask me what was the best cigars. Like, this is what got into a lot of the controversy at the top of my list. Um, it, again, the price didn't factor into that piece because uh, now I get it. If I think on a value rating, I maybe gave it a buy one, right? Just to, or treat yourself to it, right? It was not. I'm not going to tell you to go buy a box of those, right? And the packaging is what drove up the price of that cigar, too. you got to keep that in mind. The packaging really drove oh, up the I, price. Oh, I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not buy a box of the Mirafell, so I'm going to disclose that. I have bought a lot of boxes. So I did not buy a box of the Mirafell. I bought enough of them um, and to, to review it. But there's no way ever that I would say that that cigar – uh, like I said, it price if price factored into it, it would not have been in my top, top, top three, but it didn't. But that's a decision I made to just basically. My role in media is like when people want to know. I go to a trade show; they want to know what the best cigar I smoked is, right? We don't know price tags sometimes on that stuff. When I'm doing the end of the year list, people want to know the best cigars I smoked. That's how I kind of approach it. Yeah. It, you know what? It is a, it is kind of Chuck Norris rating. Yeah, it's not wrong. Uh, I, Jay's like, a price should really never good. matter. I, I, unfortunately, I, I, I respectfully disagree. Uh, just from my position, you know, we, we take every factor into consideration mm-hmm. because, you know, the average consumer is, you know, who, who we're trying to speak to. And I feel like, you know, it, it's kind of our responsibility to let them know, like, okay, like, there's this cigar and alone this is what's great about it or this is not what's great about it but then you have to but then you also have to look at them in the eye and be like you know but it's 87 dollars. so if you're going to spend almost a hundred dollars on one cigar that you're going to smoke and it's gone forever like you know it, it, it is the average person 
going to spend that much. First of all, there's a lot of average cigar smokers who, like, you could tell them how great it is. And then you tell them how much it is, and they're going to be like, no all day. Because they just they're not going to spend that kind of money on a cigar, uh, and that's a fair and that's a fair statement to make. You know, most people don't have the kind of money to be throwing that away like that. Yeah. So yeah. you have to, you know, you have to me, you have to because, you know, you, you know, you have to tell someone like, yeah, you should spend eighty seven dollars on this one cigar that you're going to burn and it's gone. And yeah. I mean, I've had some really good cigars, and you know. I was like, this is great, but maybe for less than twenty dollars. Um, and it uh, went for over thirty, and I'm like, so let me I mean, ask fair, you a question. Just Matt. fair is fair. I mean, you know, no, I agree. I agree, but let me ask you a question here. How much was your number one cigar of the year cost? Sixty-four dollars. Ain't that far off from eighty-six at that point in my book, right? You I thought I, five of my I thought I, I thought it, I I thought it was better than the Richard. That's that, okay. That's so. But you obviously, I don't think you guys did price. To me, it didn't seem like you guys factored price into your list when I when you put a sixty four dollar cigar at number one. It was a limited edition. It was a longer cigar with a much bigger wrapper yeah. leaf on it, which is harder. Which is harder and more expensive to get. It's far and fewer between. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Versus versus a yeah. versus a a what was that? A double robusto. On the Richard was that a, we it was had, a, it was a torpedo. It was a torpedo. Well, double. I'm sorry. Did I say torpedo? Double robusto. Yes, correct. Double robusto. Um, you know, Jay was like, it's got a 20 year old wrapper. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but the quality. Actually, of, I think they. But honestly, the, the quality yeah. of the wrapper for me, like when I first held it, I was like, hmm. Ooh, that cigar. Uh, it didn't. You know, like I loved it. Like the like the the cigars that are like ultra premium. From like Davidoff yeah. and you know like the Alfonso, like yeah. the Alfonso got cigar of the year last year. That wrapper yeah. was like fucking yeah. paper. I mean, it was it yeah. like for a leaf. That's it, that wrapper was perfect. Yeah. I, that Richard, and I was like, and, and you had a forty dollar. Yeah. Well, Cameron, it's Cameron wrapper though. It's, it's, I know, it's but still, yeah. For, for so for last year, your cigar of the year was forty dollars. Yeah, I know. Right. So so I don't I don't know. That's what I'm just saying. I don't think, and I I don't, I don't dispute those. If those are the best cigars that you smoked, right, it shouldn't matter what it costs. It shouldn't matter if it's limited or not. Look, I took shit from a lot of people on my number one cigar. Not one person, but many people saying, how can I pick a limited cigar that you can't get? And look, you can't get it. I hate the fact you can't get it, right? It's hard to get my number one cigar. I hated the fact that that's how it worked out. But if you ask me in that period of 12 months what was the best cigar I smoked, it was 100 Años Corona Extra. By a mile, okay? By a mile, it landslided over number two. So, but but because somehow I'm supposed to, because it's limited, not have it as my number. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm not, you know, and I, I took a lot of crap for that, let me tell you. Oh, I know. Um, I know. A lot. Yeah, you know I took a lot. For multiple people I took crap for. And and when I see everyone, I, the, I see the comments, you're all going to hear from me when I see you at the trade show. Trust me. Because I want you to tell me to my face what what I did. I want to know what I did wrong. I want to understand what I did wrong here. Yeah, I no. I, 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 look, I normally, you know me, I'm, I'm like Teflon. I took some hits on this. I took some hits left and right on this thing when it came out. At the same time, I took a lot of accolades. People were very agreeing with it. So uh, I hope you I hope you didn't take hits with your number one because I think you, think you did a very good, diligent job you guys did. 
Uh, I heard some some small comments. Like, oh, how could you give Cigar of the Year to Davidoff? And uh, that, because... that, a lot of people had that high though. That's but... had it number two. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't from people who yeah. made those lists. Um, but yeah, it's like, well, you know, at the end of the day, um, that sixty-four dollar Davidoff yeah. felt better to me than an eighty-seven dollar cigar that you know went on a band on it seems like it was not... a lot less but in the end it's a subjective exercise mm-hmm. and you have a right to pick the one you, like, again when you go to a trade show no one complains when you tell them the best cigar do you hear someone complain about that but for some reason when it goes onto a list I don't it gets people get butthurt if it's not their cigar you know, but I'm always, but but they always want to know my opinion. When I go to trade show, number one question I'm asked is, "What's the best thing you smoked at the trade show bar?" So the other question is, "What's the best thing you smoked over the last 12 months?" Why wouldn't I just say it's? It, I'm sorry if it's not in the stores and you can't sell it anymore. If you're a retail, I'm sorry about that. I hate that. I hate as a consumer if you can't get it. But I have to say what what it came out, what the, how the dice rolled on this one, and that's how it did. Yeah, I mean, and yes, I bought I bought multiple boxes of that cigar too. By the way, I mean, I think people like to know. I think people want to hope that that you recognize their cigar, right? Um, I think people kind of have this natural reaction to be like, "Oh yeah, it doesn't matter," because they, you know, they don't yeah. want to seem like. But then when they don't get it, it's like, I I don't yeah. know. I think. And it's hard because everybody wants number one, but out of the hundreds of cigars that are released every year, there yeah, can only be it's, one. It's no, not easy. It's 100, no, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent right. Um, you're a hundred percent right on that. Um, you know, like I said, you know, I have other things, Matt, that I've put parameters like no shop exclusives, no event cigars, and the reason why those parameters are in there is I have to be able to. I have to have some sort of a finite set of the cigars I'm covering at some point, right? So the best thing is to focus on national releases, basically, or international releases. Those are the two. If you focus on national, international, where everyone can get them, it kind of makes the playing field where you're, you're getting the, you know, the cigars that most people can get in the country. But, you know, I understand Half Wheel's philosophy is they want to smoke the best cigar they've encountered. And if it's event-only, they did an event-only cigar one year, they did a shop exclusive one year. I understand that philosophy. It's just for mine, it doesn't work. You had you had some. You've done like you don't have. Uh, you have you allow TAAs, right? On the list. Yeah. No. Okay, so you don't. Okay. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think we had any TAA on mind. the list here. We we stopped. Like yeah. we're 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 done with TAA. I mean, we're done with TAA as well. I mean, we. Uh, it's just not. It's not worth my time. It, it, I told the guy that they want to do. Like a video review of it, I'm totally fine with it. But, but again, I had a I, my relationship with the TAA unfortunately went downhill, and at this point, I was like, why am I doing it? So, um, you know, I just I moved on. And uh, the way you know, it's handled, this, the um, way it's handled with the media is just like a D minus. They don't, they don't have, they have, they have no interest totally. But what what that team did with a TAA cigar to get a community excited about a TAA cigar. The only other people, like Pete's probably the only other one who's gotten a community excited. Maybe go Floor and Christoph to a lesser extent, to a lesser extent. But, but Espinosa, first time out of the gate. Um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, but not everyone. I, I, told, I told the Espinosa team, you should, get, you should be up at the TAA and you should give a presentation 
to manufacturers how to market your TAA cigar because it was it was absolutely a clinic that they put on how to distrib- market and distribute a TAA cigar. They did great. Man, I lost Coop. And I lost Coop. Uh, let's see. Let's get him back in here. I don't. Know. I got. Yeah, I got. Did you hear anything I say? My rant. Don't I did, and then it just off. it just randomly stopped. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It we just have, randomly stopped. I don't know if it's a bandwidth yeah, it's issue. I know Nicole's uploading stuff to the YouTube channel. I don't know if that's part of it. I don't know if there's like a, a conflict. Yeah, we're dedicated on the coop line here, so I don't think it's us. Um, although I did have my internet cut out. Uh, during jukebox for about a minute today, but I haven't seen the internet cut out. I mean, I'm looking at the uh, speed thing and the connections thing, and nothing's disconnecting here. So yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, what it is. Um, yeah. I apologize about that. I just uh, trying to figure this it out happens. in the background on, in the real time. I don't know why. I don't know why it's happening. I think are we still in the same feed on the uh, like on Facebook and shit? I think we are. The YouTube started a second feed for like a minute and then it stopped. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, it could be these guys. May I be you guys? So I, uh, like I said, I thought it was a good list season for a lot of folks. Uh, did you pay a lot of attention to the list this year or no? I, as I've said before, um. As I've said before, I tend to um, not pay attention until after I get my own out um, yeah. because I don't like to be distracted by it. So then I started to look mm-hmm. after. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw a good amount of... I don't... To be honest with you, the only one I don't think I actually looked into was developing palettes just because it came out so much later. And at that point, I just, I just kind of was busy okay. with a lot of other stuff. So I'll rely on you to kind of fill me in, but um, okay. Um, so here's a little homework assignment. Check out because you've checked out some of these lists. Check out some of the YouTube lists and then come back to me. There's a big difference in the YouTube community versus the let's call it the blogosphere community. Big difference for what they consider. What cigars they consider and what cigars are landing on lists. It was very big. You can actually go into Charlie's Half Wheel site and look at the data, even. It's easier because um, he's got the, but you have to kind of, t- don't do it now because it'll take some time. But there was a big, there's a big difference. And I'm not saying the YouTube community is wrong or the blogosphere is wrong. It's just very interesting what's considered. Um, and I'll give you one company. That was all over the YouTube list and, and just invisible from Blogosphere. And that was a company called, uh, that was Sanj Patel Cigars. The SP1014s. You know, it's funny. The thing about that cigar that's interesting is, um, you know, Mitchell was talking about that. And we we haven't we haven't gotten to it yet. Um because again, I mean, it's, it's, I reviewed one already. It's just hard to get your hands on everything all the time, but it's on our radar. And and I was thinking, it's funny you bring this up because I was thinking about that cigar a couple days ago, and I was like, you know, we really got to get these. And like I, he has like a couple different ones, right? Isn't it like a black and a red or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I reviewed the, I reviewed the red. It was okay. I just got the blacks. 
Okay. Uh, I got it from Sir Lewis Cigars. I got it. So shout out to Sir Lewis Cigars. Okay. Yeah. So not from Sanj himself. I assume he's he has a website he sells it on himself. He's got he's got a guy who does a website, but Sir Lewis Cigars. I you know I kind of ordered. I they had him, and I know you know I've ordered from them before, so I just kind of stuck with them. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I think I don't know. Remember, Sanj's website's got another name. Um, he's got some he's got some YouTuber actually running that site for him. Um, I again, I'm not knocking the cigar. The red just wasn't didn't speak to me. The black seem to be showing up on a lot of lists, and I think that's an Eladio Diaz blend, which is why I'm, I got it. I want to see what it's about because I'm, obviously there's a community out there that really likes these cigars, and he's speaking to that community. So why wouldn't I go review that cigar? And hopefully it's very good. You know, the red just didn't speak to me. It was was it? Um, yeah, I know Mitchell was talking about those, and um. I, it's 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 on our list of like things to get and try it out. I don't, I I don't know, I don't remember when they came out, but like we're we'll still we'll probably still try to um review them at least and check them out because I think you know they they should be, um, but yeah I I I was I hear more and more people talking about them, and I'm I'm just I'm getting more and more intrigued by them and just it's yep. just well like, yep. I got I really gotta try those and. I keep hearing really yeah. good things. So obviously, anything I hear a lot of good things about, I, I you know, we should try. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And like, I don't like, and that's not, you know, I know a few years ago there was a little tension between the YouTube and the blogosphere communities, and there really shouldn't be. Um, you know, um, there's obviously some things just speak different to each of those communities, to, you know, that others. So, um, you know, you can learn from each of the communities. Is what I say. I agree. But, uh, I thought it was, yeah. So, but I thought it was interesting because I think had it would just be a YouTuber's consensus that Sonic Cigar probably would have been very high up. Yeah. Uh, the the red review was one of my most read reviews of the year, which is telling me again that people are paying attention to that cigar. It was a very highly, uh, it got a, very, a lot of impressions. So, um. Like I said, hopefully it's, I, I review it, and this one's better than the red. It, I didn't kill the red. It wasn't a bad cigar, but it just didn't speak to me. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely McAuliffe on my Black. list. Yeah, McAuliffe Black. Yeah, McAuliffe Black was on our list. It was number four, I think. We were thirteen. We were thirteen. Yeah, I mean, it, we it scored really high, and it was a favorite. I think every, I think everybody on the team loved that cigar. Um, so that was, that was just one of those. It was, yeah. it it was tough. You know, that, that top of the, like I, like I said, the top of that, that list that we did was, was kind of tough. Um, you know, there was, yeah, you, you guys said it was much closer for number one. See, mine was, it was a, I haven't had a close number one race since 2017. That was the closest one I think I've had ever. Um, but I haven't had, this one wasn't close. My father was. I think you guys. I think you guessed it back in January. That was going to be my cigar of the year. So, uh, oh, I, I, mean, I, I had everyone knew. number one and two. I said. I said in the beginning, way, way like like, like you said a year ago. I said your number one is either going to be that hundred años or it's going to be off Fuego. <coughs> I know it is. They, they sure as shit. When they I saw won. the countdown and I didn't see those two, I go there. They are. They're one and two. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know exactly yeah. which one yeah. you'd go with number one. Yeah. But I knew what one and two were. I knew I go. I, yeah. I would. I would bet everything I own on it. I go. His number one and two, in some yeah. order, are going to be that hundred años and the Alfonso. I just. I already know it. And then when yeah. I saw them, I go. Yeah, yeah. there it is. 
I mean, it, it wasn't hard <laughs> to figure out. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have a combined list yet, and uh, it's something I eventually want to get to. But it's just it because I do the majority of reviews, and and like Ben kind of operates as a subsidiary. Bears kind of got hit, so we don't really have. At some point, we may get to that, but we don't disclose to the other team members what our lists are. So that's always the fun. So no one knew what, but no one knew what it was. But this year, they all knew what it was. If, if like the only difference is Bear had uh, Bear and Ben had me having me because they knew I really liked the Mirafal. They thought the Mirafal might be number two, uh, but they, the top three were no surprise to anybody this year. It was. They shouldn't be. If you've been following me all year, there's no surprise. Uh, you could have looked at the scores and figured they were the only three 92s that were eligible. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I and I knew that too, and I I knew how you felt about it. I mean, after your yeah. after your 2022 list came out, I mean, almost almost instantly, at least on a private note, you had already started raving about that hundred años and. I knew. I'm like, this yeah, is because I'd already smoked. I had started smoking it around Thanksgiving of last year, so already the 2022 list. The was, year before, was yeah, done. Right. So then I reviewed it, and uh, I went up to Minnesota, and when I met Dave Burke, but I was with Matt and Garrett. Uh, I bought everyone that's. I said, you guys, need, I need you guys to smoke this cigar, and tell me what you think. And they were raving about it. And I'm like, okay, because I was, you know, I was trying to kind of just see if I was on the right track with it. Um, then it was like, I bought, I, my boss wanted those cigars. Uh, when, when Tripp and I were in Miami, I bought him that cigar. He loved it. So it was, <clears throat> Ben loved that cigar. So there was a, you know, the, that cigar at least I felt was valid. I hate to use a terrorist word, but validated. It definitely was. Uh, how many, I, I review about 150 cigars a year, which probably translates to about 425 cigars of, of the cigars being reviewed. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean... It's a lot. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I can't go much more than that. I used to go 170. I cut it a bit. It's just a little easier now. Um, we're, we're, we're hoping to... We're hoping to get... You know, with the with the, the three main reviewing team, we're hoping to get some high numbers this year. You know, just when you really spread it out, it's easier to do. Um, yep. Yeah, because our goal this year is to have the list 100% based off of all the reviews. We just haven't been able to do that yet because we haven't been able to get that many cigars reviewed by the end of the year just because of time and personality. You got three. Yeah, yeah, now you got three people. You're settled in. I think you'll be fine for this year. Um, you know, to build a review team, it, it takes a long time. Correct. Yep. So I yep. think I think we're in a better spot this year, and then I think yeah. we'll be a lot similar, as I've said before yeah. publicly. <clears throat> I think we'll be a lot more similar to you in twenty four. That's good. I, that'll be that'll be good. I think, like I said, it's an evolving thing. It take like, uh, it takes a while. Hey, so takes a while with that. So one of the things I wanted to say, not to spend, not to kind of change gears, but I I want to start. That's to okay. Have, we talked about this a lot, yeah. Um, kind of change to some other topics. So one thing I want to talk about, kind of br briefly. I don't think we have to spend too much time on it because it's not just there's just not uh -huh. a lot there. And then we'll move on right. to um, TPE. Is uh, yep. so since we were last together, um, and I know that there's been some clarifying stuff that you've said too. Yeah. That kind of helps with this. So. Gurkha announced that they were filing a lawsuit against Davidoff for using the Year of the Dragon name. 
Now, further research will tell us that so Gurkha owns a trademark for the for the for the word dragon, but they also own a trademark for year of dragon, not year of the dragon, year of dragon. Um, I don't know how much of splitting hairs it really needs to be on the legal level, but they do own that. And they I, they have been very open and honest. They, they've protected the dragon use because they, they also have um, other dragon stuff that they do in the Gurkha line. But they did a year of the dragon. When we were at PCA last year and we were in the booth, Juan said to us, he's like, you know, we have the year of the dragon coming out. And he goes, we have it trademarked, so no one can use it. And I remember that, and I said, oh, that's interesting. And But I kind of stored it away in the back of my brain for later. And I kind of, you know, went on with the rest of my year. And, you know, Davidoff announced they were doing a Year of the Dragon, which I think everyone expected them to do because they're probably the most famous of the Zodiacs. Um, and then Gurkha filed, announced that they had filed a lawsuit against them for using it. And then, a few, and then like a week later, they announced that the, the Gurkha Year of the Dragon would begin shipping. And then I did begin to see that there's other manufacturers putting out a Year of the Dragon. Now, you had said to me that some of these other ones did get permission from Gurkha to use that name. Yes. I was told that because um, I asked him questions on that. So so I'm not going to disclose who got the permissions or not. I, to, I think I told one, but yes. That's there fine. Were permissions that were, there, were, there were definitely permissions that were used with that. So um, if you're seeing other releases, don't judge it, okay? Because they, you know, there are ways, you know, there are ways that are beneficial to both parties for for them to agree to use it. So you should now. There is a lawsuit between Davidoff and uh, Gurkhorst is pending, I guess. How that gets resolved, I'm going to leave that up to the lawyers on that one. Uh, but I, I, the question I've seen floating around is, well, why is so-and-so releasing a year uh, of the dragon or dragon fire? You know, I'm telling you there were permissions given with, with some of these. I don't know what the situation. I'm not going to comment on the situation with Davidoff and Gurkha. It looks like I don't know what discussions had there. That's something they're going to have to figure out uh, in either mediation or in the courts or arbitrage. I don't know. They're going to have to figure that one out. But I will tell you that that's why that's why if you're seeing other ones out there, um, I don't. I haven't validated every one of them. But I know a couple of them have been have been given the permission. Yeah. Um, so I know that. Um... It was, and I was like, like vague, there was a Vega Fina one, but I think that one, like, it was in Spanish. Like, Year of the Dragon was in Spanish, I think that was the one. That was Maya Selva. That was Maya Selva. No, that was Maya Selva. So and I remember saying, like, yeah. well, does that matter? I, yeah. Like, if you're using it in Spanish? I, it, or is I believe it... it does. I believe... Yeah, I, I, like I said, I believe it does. Um, but, again, there's, you know... There's a lot, you know... It, 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 it could. I think because, again, they, they think they have... You know, and I'm not a legal expert, but you know when it comes to X, Fuente's got the cold on that thing is what I'm just saying. So, um, you know, I know Gurker has been very protective of the dragon name before this. I do True. know that. True. But I also know that Drew Estate was protective of the rat name for many years. And there were a lot of Year of the Rats, so just keep that in mind. And I can tell you that Drew Estate was extremely protective of the rat name uh, for a long time. Going back to Dirty Rat, so... You know, um, there's, like I said, there's discussions that happen behind, you know, there's things that happen, the backdoor things that happen sometimes or just discussions we're not privy to. Um, I think a good example is um, Filthy Hugh Hooligan. You know that cigar? Yes. Alec Bradley. Do you know what that cigar, Alec Bradley, you know what that cigar was first called? 
No. Dirty Hooligan. Oh, and that's right. Dylan, yeah, that's right. Yep. And pretty much Jonathan had a conversation with Alan. Oh, that's weird. Coop froze again. I'm trying to get his thing off of here until he calls. There we go. Oh, that's strange. Something's going on with Coop. Keep losing him. Let's tell him to dial back in. I'm sure he'll be back. We're back any moment now. He's usually pretty quick about it. Do 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 do. Should still be up. I don't know what's going on here. Just waiting for Coop to get back in here momentarily. Stay with us. Again, I apologize. I don't know what's going on. There he is. He's back. There you go. Sorry, Coop. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll just keep mustering through. Yeah, let's just keep go. Let's just keep going. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, that's what I got on that. Uh, I just wanted to share some because I've been asked this one a lot. Yeah, I mean, we we did a whole show. I think it was one of the shows you weren't on. We did a whole yeah. I think it was me and the other two. It was Kevin and Mitchell. Yeah. We did a whole a whole thing on trademarks and and stuff that because there was a couple other there was then there was the there was the situation between Fratello and Arnold Serafine with yeah and I, something. I get it. I, it's a yeah it's over the Florida name um which both great guys uh I wish I can get the two in a room and mediate it and if I by the way I will do that if, I, if you guys want me to uh, but I also talked to – I know I talked to Arnold on it, and he knows kind of we – I made the decision to kind of hold off on – I'm not – in private disputes, I'm kind of trying to stay out of. So I'm hoping that these guys can get behind the scenes and resolve it out and, uh, you know, do do that. Um, I like both – you know, I but I'm not a trademark expert. But I like both. I just spent you – know, I spent – I was down with Arnold for a weekend, so he's a great guy. Omar's been very supportive of, of, of me for over 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so they're both great guys. But, yeah, uh, the, you know, it was like the same thing when Fuente and uh, SCG. I know both parties for a long time. So it's uh, I stayed out of that one, too. Um, I know you've kind of dug a little more into it, and that's totally fine. I don't have a problem. That's good. Well, You're I mean, we, we, I mean me people this. reach out to us. They want us to run a story. If they give me the information and I you know, can get some clarity and – I can get something yeah. from both sides. You know, we'll report on it because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people I find are, are interested in that stuff. Yeah. And I think half it's because yeah. people yeah. just like drama and the other part of it is people are just genuinely curious. Oh, they they like drama and they like the two. Look, it's two companies that people love drama between. Uh, who doesn't like Gurkha drama? And you know, we've talked about Gurkha gets such a bad rap sometimes. They, they're good people. They, and their cigars are getting really good. And I'm excited about their releases this year, so... Um, you know, the Davidoff people, Salt of the Earth people as well. They've been, I know them over, you know. Yeah. Um, I agree. Jack, Eddie. Eddie uh, was just on the show Wednesday Lana. night and I asked him about it and he, he really couldn't speak too much about it. He can. He's um, not, yeah, he, that's, but, that's been down in Switzerland, I bet. Yeah. Literally. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is. But, you know, and he was like, look, that's just above my pay grade. It, it's, it's not even like in my scope of work. It's, 
you know, there's yeah. people higher than me over in Switzerland that will deal with that. And I said, yeah, hey, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people yeah. want people. I asked the question, and I said, I go, look, I got to ask the question because, you know, people want to know. And it, I, the right. most I can say is I asked Eddie, and this is his response, and that's yeah. as much as I can give you. Yeah. I mean, and and that's fair, and, and he understood that. And I think that's I think that's all anyone can do. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's all anyone can do, yeah. Um my philosophy, just so anyone knows, is I will still review any and all cigars with that name on it. That will not change. Uh, the legal battles have to, you know, I reviewed BX3 when it came out. So uh, that doesn't change anything. It doesn't mean your scar will be good or bad. It doesn't matter to me on that. Uh, these things happen. It's part of, like, Carney uses that word. It's part of the business. And he's in 100% he's right. He's right. Learned that expression from John Carney. It's part of the business. We just have to manage around it. Yeah. I think it's part of any business, yeah. really. I mean, you think about it; it's not like a cigar-specific yeah. issue. It's, you know, you have a business, you have trademarks, and you have competitors, and people use stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I think every, you know, I think every yeah. type of industry deals with it. I mean, look, we, we even have cross industry. I mean, how many times have we heard about Pete Johnson having battles with Monster Beverage Company over the use of the sure, name Monster? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Carney actually used that business. That, that part of the business with the with the Opus X BX3 thing. I believe that's when he said that, actually. I think that is when he said uh, it, yeah. I think that's when he said It's part of what happens. It's No one's trying to, like, like I heard people, well, Carl, no, Carlito's got, Carlito, they brought that to Carlito, I'm sure. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure they brought that to Carlito. He has, there's a legal team that's monitoring this stuff, trust me. Um, it, it's not, like, I think the thing with Omar and, and Arnold, they don't obviously they don't have a legal team on either of those ends. That's something that was a little different. So, um, but yeah, so we'll let them do it. But uh, it, like I said, it, I just wanted to point out because people have been asking me a lot about because you know there's look at me. I I I don't want to comment specific on who said the permissions or not, but some of the people said they had permissions. So I'm just saying that that's if you're seeing other things that not are not going to legal battles, probably why. Um, I can't speak for what Davidoff did. I'm not saying Davidoff did or didn't. There's obviously a dispute there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. And a lot of yeah. you know, the thing is, I find a lot of times, uh, I want to move on to the TPE discussion, but one of the last things yeah. I'll say is, which is interesting, and we always hear about when these things start, but we never really ever hear about how they end or if they end or what the status is. It's just kind of like, it's oh. It's always funny how that happens, and that's why I'm also a little hesitant. If you want, you want me to put something out there, you better, I better see an end game with that. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about, too. I, I was very concerned about that, yes. Cause like we never, no one's. We got the press release on BX3 and all that. Whatever happened? We got it from STG. We got it from STG. Yeah, what happened? And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I someone told me it was settled, but I don't know what happened. So. Uh, but exactly. Totally it could be already it. over, and and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing with Cohiba and Habanos is a different story. There's landmark oh, very implications different. with that kid. That's a very. This is more than just them fighting over trademark. This is. This could be potential, like, legal precedents and stuff going on with that case. This That's a very different case. Uh, so that is going to absolutely get my attention. Um, this is not two people haggling over a name. It's, 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 it's whether, you know, who has the right uh, to use the trademarks and where. It's a big issue. Yeah, I mean, with, with that situation... I, for me, and, and look, we don't, we don't really need to dive deep into this thing, but the only difference with right. that one is you're talking about 
one, uh, half of that, half the side of that. Uh, well, actually, as I'm thinking about it, I already know what you're gonna say. But I was gonna say, well, half of that is a as a, as a Cuban-based business trying to fight over trademarks in the U.S. But I know that there are entities that do have legal entity in the United States. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. But yeah, 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 it's international law. This is an international law thing, which is way above my pay grade. But at the same time, so, but, you know I, but yeah. at the same time, why that keeps happening? It's so weird. There it is. Everyone's back. I don't know why that keeps happening. I keep freezing up, and then I lose coop. It's so strange. This is getting really frustrating. I'm just waiting for Coop to dial back in. But anyway, like I was saying, yeah, I mean, it, what's interesting... Sorry, Coop. I don't know why this keeps happening. I'm just going to keep mustering through. Um, yeah, yeah. As long as the recording's going, we'll be fine. Yeah, it, and it uh, seems to be. I'm just going to have to splice a lot of yeah. the audios together. But yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, the but Facebook anyway, feed probably is continuous. Yeah, it is. The Facebook feed is the only feed right now that has been continuous. So um, maybe I can just download. Yeah, the... I I, I just checked. There's nothing connected with me here. So uh, this is a dedicated uh, ISP I have over here. So um, there's there's nothing that could do. The that only at... thing I can think of is maybe it's a Wi-Fi issue on my end, um, just because my yeah. setup's a little different now. Um, but I'm gonna have to troubleshoot that later. But anyway, the only other thing I was going to say on it is just like, yeah, I mean, you have a Cuban-based company while there's other entities attached to it. But you're also talking about products that are specific to Cuban origin. But again, I don't know how that breaks down. I don't know how it breaks down. And yeah, uh, and Cohiba is more complicated because of when the brand started. It's... It's you know it's funny even when I get those press releases on that from STG, there's a lot of research I have to do on that, um, you know, to kind of understand it because it, it is. I don't know what's going on here. Ah. Uh, All right, I'm gonna restart the broadcasting platform because I'm thinking that there could be a bug within the computer. So bear with me, everybody. I'm going to restart my whole broadcast because I think th I think there might be an issue. Coop, I th I think I'm gonna have to restart the entire broadcast system. I think it could be an it, there must be like a bug in the computer. Yeah. Well, I tried to like when it froze. I tried to see if it was the camera mind. It wasn't because it was frozen before I was able to turn it off. So I'm gonna try um. We are having technical difficulties here, audience. Hang in there. I could skip my rant tonight if you want. No, you know, I want to try something. And I, I, I want to see okay. if it makes it better. Or just um, give me one second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to... Um... Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to turn the heat down here. So give me a second while you're doing it. Yeah, everyone, everyone watching, don't go anywhere. I'm going to restart the whole stream. Uh, just because we have a whole bunch of other stuff we were going to talk about, but I just don't know why like Coop freezes and then we lose the stream. So I'm gonna I'm gonna restart it. Um, so you might have to go to a new feed on the Smoke and Tobacco page, but I, I promise I'm, it's gonna start again. I just I I'm try I want to stop this because I don't want this to keep happening because I I know it's frustrating for everybody. So um, just bear with me. I'm gonna restart the feed. 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, let's try that again. I, I yeah, I turned. I had to go turn the heat down because my remote's that battery's dead. So <laughs> that's why I was getting. I hot. restarted the whole program. I also reduced. Not that I've never. I've never had to do this, but just because I'm just trying to get this to stop. I actually just. I my my streaming is usually in in high high def. It looks fine. It looks I lowered fine. it. I lowered it from from 1080p to 720. Mm -hmm. Just maybe that'll help. Um, I don't know. It might. Yeah. It it may be a problem beyond your control. Yeah. So I'm just. I told everybody like, look, I'm gonna have to start a new feed, but um, I'm going to just. Re I, yeah. I don't know. I, it's it's so strange, and I I apologize. I don't yeah. know why this keeps happening. Um, yeah, no, we want a we want a good experience for everybody too. So I uh, totally understand that. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, it it was strange. Um, Let's try this. So, again. <laughs> hold on, I'm just giving everyone a sec to come back in. Um, yeah, no, I apologize. I'm hoping that, so, you know, and honestly, a lot of the times I notice when I have issues, when I restart the broadcast platform, it fixes it. I don't know what it is, but it just fixes it. Um, yeah, we so I'm hoping maybe it was just that, which sucks. Cause you, you have to like, you're basically starting the entire thing over again, like the streams and everything, yep. but it might be just the only way to actually just get through the rest of what we wanted to do tonight. So I'm 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 yeah, trying yeah. it in an effort to to fix the yeah. the situation here because I I'm not sure why I it, like it first happened yeah. and then it, we were good for a while. Now it just it happens every five minutes. So I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here, but I apologize. Um, yeah. I forget what we were even talking about. Well, we just finished up the the Davidoff Gurkha stuff, so oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now we yeah. want, I mean, I wanted to get into TPE, so um, yeah. it seems a little better now. You're not freezing, you're not lagging. Yeah, I'm just waiting for I everyone to get back better, in yeah. here. Um, yeah, people coming back in, they they are loyal. We appreciate everybody. It happens, guys. Uh, it's not perfect, and we don't have like dedicated i you know IT teams here. I know. So bear with us. Bear with us. We try to do the best job possible. Yet. We back. We back. Yeah, everyone's everyone's trickling yeah, yeah, in. I know yeah. they're slowly making their way. I know. I apologize, everybody. Um, yeah. I just I'm doing my best to fix this on the fly. Yeah. 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 There was definitely something going on tonight. Kevin was having the issue too. So who knows if that was playing into it? There's something in the air. There's something yeah. in the air tonight. Well, what yeah, I really yeah. wanted, what I really wanted to get into. Um, was um, kind of getting getting to the present. Um, yes. I want to talk about TPE. So with the trade, well, we're kind of both because we're kind of at the point we got to start talking about like pregame for PCA. I mean, we're weeks away. TPE, yeah. just, TPE 24 just ended yesterday. Now, what's funny about TPE, yeah. and, it, and this is where it like, really sucks that I wish Kevin could be here because he was – he was one of the only media people that was there. So, and Nicole's currently over there working on all of the coverage that him and Barbara did such a great job collecting and getting it out. Right. Um, I had her stop uploading the videos to the channel just to try to help 
mitigate this. Yeah, probably is a good probably a good idea. Yeah. So right now she's working on the stuff on the on smokingtobacco.com that you guys can check out right. at a later time right. when she when she's finished. But right. Um, in the meantime, let's talk about what we can here. Um, so yeah. so, Coop, I know you have a lot to say. I'm gonna let you kind of start yeah. this conversation because I know. Okay. And then I'll just build off of that. Okay. So. Let me just say that I was not at TPE this year. Uh, this is the fourth year in a row I've missed TPE. I had, for a reason, unfortunately, it's a reason every year. Um, year one is I wasn't vaccinated when they had the show, right? And I, I needed, I really, I really did need to be vaccinated. Year two, my dad was in bad shape, uh, as people know. Last year, I was committed to Pro Cigar. This year, I could not absorb. A trip with TP with uh, Pro Cigar and PCA in this short time, so I was not there. Uh, so it's a little unfair for me to criticize what's going on on, the, on on the trade show floor because I wasn't there. You have a much more perspective on this because you had Kevin there and and you probably had much more of a conduit. I'm sure you could talk about that. So what do I do? I'm a consumer now. Okay. I'm in consumer mode, all right? My job is I want to consume content. And for the most part, like I said, I've been asking around how much media coverage. The, the two main media outlets that were there, and if I'm leaving you off, you can let me know, but Smoking Tobacco and Half Wheel were the two main ones that were there. Half Wheel was doing their usual uh, product. Lot, lot focus. They did. They did a good job with the product. You guys obviously have videos, which we haven't seen yet. But you know, it, it takes a while to get that done. I, Nicole's I totally working on it. Okay, but there are companies at this trade show. Okay, there are companies that are exhibiting at these trade shows. And to be honest, there, I got a big nothing burger from all from most of these companies. And what do I mean by nothing burger? I don't know what your booth looked like. Like a basic, can you show me what your booth looked like? Could you show me the products and how they were displayed at your booth? Um, simple things, right? And I put this, look, if TPE's attendance was truly down and you guys are spending time at this show, like don't let this show just die, all right? It was so simple to put a picture up of your booth. I see people at events. They do an event at at... Maybe some event they're doing in um, Northeast Oklahoma, right? And I see, what do you see? The beautiful tablecloth with the boxes the on there, right? Yeah. How do I not see a picture of your TPE booth, right? And you, did you, if I asked the audience what these TPE booths were, there, maybe there was some buried on some stories that I didn't see, so I'll be fair with that, but you got to do a better job with that. And then what, you know, what do I see is, I see people in the industry online to go meet Billy Gibbons and to go meet Mike Tyson. Now, I Mike Tyson it wasn't even smoking. the cigar area. He was in like the the right. alternative products area. According to, now, according <laughs> I heard he was. I I don't know. I've heard a dispute about that, right? If I spoke to you before the show, this is not directed at you. Okay, I spoke to a couple people before the show, uh, and I made it very clear. When you hear this, if I spoke to you about this, it is not directed at you. At the same time, I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus here but goodness gracious could you, you i got more what do i get i got more of the you know those facebook airplane posts like i'm taking a trip to las vegas posts i got more pictures with 
selfies of people in the industry like together. I got the plenty of Mike Tyson and plenty of um um Billy Gibbs. And like I said, this again, this is not directed at smoking tobacco because I know you have other content, but I needed something more than this this year. And I think it's important because if you're investing time in this trade show, um, I hope you have a long-term success in TPE continuing to be a trade show. You, you've, especially there was less media there this year, and, and there's reasons for that. You guys got to promote yourselves better at the trade show. It's, it's not acceptable to not have booth pictures or, or something with that. Um, you know, do, do something. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say a couple of people I think that did a good job. Um, I think Terrence did a great job, by the way. He walked through the floor. Somehow I keep having an issue with Coop's connection. Hmm. Just gonna keep on, just keep on rolling. Now I'm gonna. What was the I'm, last thing you heard me say? What was the last thing you heard me say? Um, Alan and and Lauren did a nice video. Okay, okay. So yeah, I said that Terrence did a good video. Lauren did a very nice video. Um, it gave me something at least. I don't expect you guys to be shooting content for two and a half days. Um, but a lot of people, like I said, they just seem more concerned about their airport trip, their selfies, and their pictures with some of the celebrities. And something was missed from our... I just think something was missed. You know, it's funny. I want to throw this in here too, which, you know, despite, you know, there wasn't a lot of media. Um, I don't know who else there was wasn't, there. It's... But like you said, like I know, you know, we had representation. Halfwell had representation. Um, there were some others too. Uh, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm sure there was some others. What, I don't know who, but um, I wasn't even sure you guys were covering it. I thought maybe you just guys were gonna be there as from a relationship standpoint. Well, I mean, I, I decided not to make the trip out because I really didn't feel it was necessary. And Kevin right. lives in Las Vegas, so it, it virtually, you know, right. it's so easy to have him go. And yeah. him and Barbara went and they did a great job. And what was interesting is despite the despite all of what you just said, there was one booth that Kevin did report to me. Um he had a little bit of an issue, and it was at the Jetline booth. And he went to the Jetline booth and he was kind of mistreated in a way where it was like they they wanted to know what he wanted. And it was very obvious that he was there for media. And then just the conversation ensued. And who I don't know who the person was, but whoever he spoke to in the booth kept trying to be like, oh, well, like, what do you want? And he's like, well, I'm here for media to cover your stuff. And they were like, well, someone already came by and took photos of our stuff. And he's like, okay, well, like, we want to get photos too. And they were like, well, what do you want us to do? And he's like, can you show me, like, what's new? And... Then they even said to him, like, well, what's it going to cost us? And he was like, nothing. Like, we're covering your products to, like, promote it. They are so, yeah. And it's like they like they wanted to know, like, what it was going to cost them. And it's like, it doesn't cost you anything. We're here with a camera. Like, we're going to ask you some questions, take some photos, and we're going to leave. Like, it's you not. You get free publicity, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're getting free publicity. And, like, we're, 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 we're in the booth willing to do it for you. And you're asking one of my guys, like, like what's it going to cost you? Like, is it worth your time? And it's like, 
you know what? When if they're at PCA, guess what happens? Now I go to the booth. Okay, Kevin's not coming back. Now I'm going to the booth. Okay, and when I come to your booth, and you and you know you're gonna treat a member of my team that way. Well, guess what? I'm gonna tell you, you know, don't disrespect my team. You know, they're spending their time. They're there. They're trying to give you free publicity. And if you're going to be disrespectful, then we're never coming back here again. And, you know, don't be surprised if, you know, you're not very well covered or, you know, what, like, it, it, that's, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't play that game. I don't, I don't play that game. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just like, you know, it, it's not, I don't play that game. If you're going to be a dick and I'm going to be very blunt, if you're going to be a dick, to one of my people trying to cover your products, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, that's just um, how I am. Go fuck I, yourself. Yeah, they Jetline's been a little bit. We don't really cover them, and and they we they are one of these companies that basically I've seen Halfwell cover them a lot, and I don't think it's I think it's because they pursue it more than, uh, and we just look at certain things. Um, in this case, I would just look at it as a cost of. of covering the show and is it really is jetline really gonna make or break you you have to decide that they're I, not really I worth our worth time it. it may be someone you had that just i don't know if it was you know you may have someone who's not really a stakeholder in the company who was there now keep in mind that goes on a lot at, at tp now i don't I'm not saying you should have a discussion on this right and, and but you know what i discover is and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get yelled at tp sometimes says the not everyone's the b team okay there are some people who are the b team who are there just keep that in mind. Um, so I don't want okay, – oh, right, no, there's some – I'm not saying, you know, if you – you know, that's not the case. But there's some people there who they have no idea what to do with this stuff. They're told to go cover a trade show and sell lighters or something like that. So I think it's worth – I'm not saying don't have the discussion. I think it is. But keep in mind it may be – I think you may have a different reaction at, at uh, PCA with that. Well, not for nothing, but it's like you're talking about a show where I heard – firsthand that a lot of manufacturers were sitting around in the booths doing nothing and so well, you would i can't comment that i heard that but you had someone on the floor there so i'm gonna let you kind of go with that yeah no i'm gonna go with that because that's what i was told uh that m m most of the show people were sitting around doing nothing and manufacturers also made comments that after day two that they might even just pack up and go home because it wasn't worth their time to stay around for day three. I heard some people did, and I heard it. Yeah, and I hate. Like I said, you sitting around doing nothing. Could you take a picture of your booth, please? I mean, do something. I mean, go clean take the a ashtrays. Picture of your sandwich. Yeah, go clean the ashtrays, dude. If you're sitting around the booth, every like I said, I want to ask you a question, Matt, because it's funny because. We just did like a handful of shows, and they were flawless. Like the other night, we had Eddie Guerra on, and for two hours, we were flawless. Now, for some reason tonight, like I keep dropping out, and it's frustrating. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is. There we go. Coop's back. Oh, there we go. And now I can't even get him back in. 
What is going on here? There he is. There he is. So your, did I get to hear my question? So question I had is, Kevin went to see Mike Tyson and Billy Gibbons. How long was the line for that? Um, How long were those lines? Were they five minutes or were they 50 minutes? Specifically, I don't know the answer to that question. We didn't really talk about that. Okay. Okay. So I don't want to comment because, like I said, if they were 50-minute lines and people had time. But, my goodness, take up – if you're sitting around the booth, take – just show us – show you show, – show, show us something. You know, just show us something. I don't care if it's an existing product that is – you know, I don't care if you have a new product. Show me the booth for God's sakes. I mean – this is the second year in a row that this has happened. It got worse th th this year. There's no excuse for this. Last year was definitely and, and, like a slower show, but from what I heard from Kevin, it was it was it wasn't nearly as bad as this year. There was yeah, also there was also a TV. lot more manufacturers at the 23 show. Like there was a lot the, less names at this show. A lot less names. They're, they're going to have – you know, look, I, I was asked this on Abe this morning. He asked me what's going to happen. I said nothing's going to happen. They're not going to move this trade show, okay? Basically, what they're going to do is because the other side of that trade show is what drives the revenue, okay? So it's going to be a trade show out there in January if people want to go, go and exhibit products early. Or if some companies that maybe don't want to go to PCA, it will be an alternative for them. It won't die, but they're not going to make a change to that. Uh, I don't see them. I don't see why they would make a change to that. Um, so, but I, I do think if you're committed to this trade show, you got to show me something. I agree. I, I don't. I, I don't need. I don't need to see. You know. I don't need to see a selfie with Billy Gibbons and you. If you want to do a selfie with Billy Gibbons, fine. Give me something at that. They would like. You could rattle, like, I guarantee you there's booths you haven't seen yet. So maybe the video is going to see that, but I didn't see them. I'm hoping that your videos are going to show me some of this stuff because I'm like, this is, Half Wheel showed me some product displays, but it did, half, the problem with Half Wheel's coverage, and it's very good, it doesn't give me the vibe of the show at all. All right, so the video pieces, we're, we're, look, at PCA, we, we had a big meeting because we tried to capture the vibe last year. We didn't do, we got a little better, but we have a long way to go with that. The vibe of the show is what people want to see. And I don't want to hear the excuse that consumers don't care. They do care. I saw Google searches on my site coming up for TPA about, like, photos and stuff like that, boots coverage. Like, I saw these things coming. Some people were looking on Coop to see where we were with that. They're looking for that stuff. I agree. I agree. People are asking me yeah. questions about it. People are talking about it. It's, you know, and I don't think, you're right, I don't think they give a shit about the premium cigars enough because there's so many other products that make it still such a financially viable trade show that it's like if they lost the premium cigars, they, right. they it wouldn't really right. like kill them. No. So, yeah. um, like I said, I liked what Terrence did a lot. Uh, it was a short video, but he took me through and at least they, the problem with the, the only problem with the video, I think he did that video before the show floor opened too. So it didn't look very crowded. And that's something I have to be very cognizant of. Sometimes when I see a photo, I don't want to judge that the show is dead because sometimes these photos are taken before the doors open. Correct. So, I, you know, again, I wasn't there, I, but I have heard, and obviously you have a direct conduit to someone who is reporting back on what was going on with the trade show. Yeah, and look, I, I'll like I said, I mean, I was told it was dead. It was quiet. Um, there was a couple of manufacturers there who I know haven't been at PCA 
and I think, and they were smaller brands, and I think it's just because it's it's cheaper for them to go, and I get that part of it. But you know, the clientele is very different between the two shows too. I mean, you have PCA, you got your your premium cigar smoke shops, cigar shops. You know, like you know, Jay Davis is going, Abe Debobna's going, David Garofalo's going, Vartan's going. You know. You know, Ronnie Haysha, he's going like all the all these like you know shop owners and people that you know like they're all there. They're all there because they own premium cigar shops and lounges and TPE. You got some of those people there, but you got to remember the majority of the the focus of that clientele is not mostly dedicated cigar shops. It's it's other stores that may carry some cigars and you know you're trying to sell to those people. The convenience stores, the liquor stores, the the head shops, the 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 smoke shops, but they're not really cigar shops. They're they're all encompassing types of smoke shops, and that that's I think a big key takeaway that people need to remember too is the clientele that these companies and manufacturers are selling to is different. Yeah. And and look, there is that is a market. I'm not saying it's not a market. Oh yeah, but no, you know, I agree. I conversation. Yeah, I had a conversation with, uh, with Carney. Uh, I know you know him very well. They don't go to TP. It's not because they don't, don't no. you know. They think, um, you know, it's for their product. They just don't think that that's the channel they want to market into. And, they, you know, it's not something they want to spend effort on to do it. Now, like, I think the Billy Gibbons cigar, that was the place to do it because they have a mass market product that would appeal to a lot of people who are there. So I could see that, you know. Altidus has a mass market product too, so I, I can see why they're there with some of these things. So, um, you know, I, I get it. I see some companies they sometimes, you know, look. You know what? This, you know, like I know Christoph goes, and they they've had, you know, they feel it's a good fit for them sometimes to go get that product exposed to some of these other people. So, you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that having a presence there. I think it's, you know, take a shot with it, and they they've gone every year. Uh, but you know, for them, Davidoff doesn't go because. Uh, Appointed merchant, that makes no sense for them to do appointed merchant. So they focus on Abo and Camacho. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the Davidoff situation. You know, we, 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 I talked to Eddie about this on the the other night. And you can listen to that show, but, you know, I asked him because everyone, I mean, and everyone wanted me to ask that question. So, and he knew that. So I you asked had to the ask question. It. Yeah, I know you had to ask that question. Yeah. But, yeah. His, but you're right. What he said to me, I get it. I, I you know, like, I, do I think that it'd be nice to he, have them there to support the industry? Yes. But I get it. And like Eddie said, like, look, unlike a lot of manufacturers, and it's not it's not a negative thing. It's just how they do business. Is it? He's like, yeah. bro, we don't we do not do discounts on products. Like, you know, we don't do special deals. Like, we sell the products the same every as every yeah. other day of the year. Yeah. So why are we going to spend, you know, for a company like Davidoff, a couple million dollars to, to go and do PCA mm. to sell the same products at the same price? Every other day of the year, yeah. they don't do PCA exclusives. They don't do deals. They don't like they. It's like no, like it, the price is still the same. So it's not like there's any benefit. Like, well, if you come to the show, like we're gonna have special deals. Like, it's like you can literally call me, you know, from your office, and I'm gonna sell you the same cigars at the same price, and you don't have to go out to Vegas. I get it. They have an appointed. They have the appointed yep. merchant program. Yep. They, you know, Eddie said it best. He's like, "How many cigar shops are there in the country? Like almost four thousand cigar shops." And he's like, "We have like three hundred appointed merchants nationwide." Right. It's a so so and think about you that. Buy, yeah. Yep. I mean. Yeah. No. It's. He's right. I, I mean, 
I get it. You know, and you're right, TPE. Yeah, they have some. Yeah. They have some other products that it makes more sense for them to go. It costs them a lot less. A, a lot less to go. Okay, I get that. But PCA, it's it's a lot more expensive, and you're gonna see the same retailers who're gonna be like, hey, what can I get? Uh, can I get 20 boxes of Anniversarios and Grand Cruz? Right. And can I get some of the Nicaraguas and some Yamasa? Okay, it's the same price as always. Oh, all right. I could have yeah. done that on the phone. Yeah. And to Eddie's yep. point too. They don't just open new appointed merchants accounts. There's, 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 there's a lot of hoops that you need to jump yeah. through and, and, and requirements you must meet to become an official white label appointed merchant. They don't hand those yep. out. So it's like at the same time, it's not like they're meeting with people to open new accounts. It's like you have to really earn that spot. So it's not like you're going to have people just coming out of the booth being like, oh, I'd like to open an account. Like It's going to be like, okay, well, you know. You know, that's not just going to happen at the trade show. It happens before the trade show. So, again, it's that's another reason. Like, we've had a lot of discussions about the big four. And they all do something different. And I think the other three, they obviously do business differently. And there's some other issues and stuff. And I think that's the reason why you still won't see Davidoff at the show. But you see Drew Estate and General and all to this. Because that aspect of the business for them is it, that doesn't change. Like, why do we need to go to the trade show? And I get it. I mean, I, I wish they yeah. were there, but like, I get it, you know, we get it. Yeah. It, it's understandable. Um, you brought up another point, Matt show specials. This is something that the like, PCA gets beat up all the time on this one because the show specials run. Guess what? The show specials run for TPE as well, for people who don't go. Yeah, that is that is a fact, okay? So, you know, if you think it's like, don't blame PCA because it goes on a TPA as well. And I think people are a little more gun shy this year to, to do because they didn't know they don't they they think maybe they're gonna get a better deal at PCA right now. So they're a little gun shy on on spending money right now, I believe. And um, you know, it's you know, I don't know. You can say it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird notion to. Uh, you know, to get these, like I said, get these specials and, and, you know, why do I have to go? TP, what I'll say, the difference is they do provide incentives for people to go. Media doesn't pay. Media gets hotel, okay? Key buyers get this stuff as well. If you're a key buyer, uh, you're nominated by a company or whatever, they'll nominate you as a key buyer, and guess what? You'll get the same deal with them, right? But with the one thing that they can't, um, they can't, time. Time is the issue. Like, how much time could people take? It's true. So, that's... Um, but I don't think they move this show. It's going to be in January for the next few years. Um, they, like I said, I think the other end of that show is what drives the revenue. I really wanted to talk to Kevin. I wanted to see what the... What the I really wanted to see what the booths are like. If they're getting better. I thought last year the booths started to get a little better. That's why. Uh, I know Espinosa moved out of the pavilion last year. Um, so, I'm kind of curious on some of those things. Uh, I saw it, you know, it's just, when I went the year, it was the haves and the have-nots. <laughs> I always said it looked like a flea market when I went to the premium side. So, but I know they made the pavilion look nice for the last few years. I've seen seen that. So, um, from the little videos I got, it looked like the pavilion looked nice this year. You know, I didn't, there was not a lot for me to see with that. Yeah, I mean, last year it was pretty nice. They had, like, the nice kiosks with, you know, the branding, and it it, it was nice. It was, you know, it wasn't... It was not, yeah. It's not PCA, went, yeah. but it, it for, for what it no. was, it's really nice. And I think that, you know, I think a lot of 
what the pavilion was is what the BCA pavilion was at PCA last year. Yeah. It's just the little yeah. kiosk stands, and it's great. You know, it, you can get in and out of yeah, there. You don't have to. You don't have to buy a full booth space. Uh, yeah. Meteor, I hated it. Just you know, for Meteor, I hated it. Uh, you got to understand, I was on top of people. It's hard to have conversations sometimes. But they fixed some things in the middle. But the other thing that they did, I, like I said, I haven't been there in four years. And when I was there, it was very industrial feeling. Since then, it doesn't look as industrial anymore to me. And I think they really improved that. And look, I think aesthetics at, at a trade show is very, very important, especially if you're trying to get importers. I think aesthetics are important. Uh, I, I, I don't think people want to see a folding table with a tablecloth at a trade I just don't. I, I hear people say... I had all the time. I don't. I think if you want to get orders, um, you got to do a. You got to do something more than a tablecloth and a folding table. So the kiosks, I think, actually have a nice. They actually look nice. They do, and I've seen the products display very. At least, even with the industrial feel, they displayed very nice. You know what it is? It's the folding table space, without looking like a folding table. That's the part. That. That's the yeah. It's exactly the case. Yeah. Uh, the brews are branded. Uh, they have couches in the middle and stuff. It, it. Re- I really think they they improved it since I was there. So, um, kudos to them on that. They did a they did a nice job. I did. It's a little. It's still a little tight for me to have the conversations I wanted to have. Um, that's. But that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd rather have them there and not have them there. That's easy. So, what was I gonna say? Oh. Yeah, Kevin asked me this question recently, and I, I partially know the answer. I don't remember the name, but I know that it existed. Right. There was there was another trade show that I believe you told me is what TPE became. It was another kind of like trade show that was outside of the I, IPCPR RTDA. Um, I don't remember the name of it now, but yes, that's it. Used to take place at the Paris. It was, yeah, and I don't remember the name of that show. Um, NATO was it the NATO show? The NATO show. That's what it was. Yeah, the if NATO show. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. If I'm wrong on that, let me. Uh, no, I if, think you're right because I remember thinking I'm... like, "Oh, NATO, like like NATO." Yeah. Um, yes, and I believe I asked you, and you said that kind of is what became TPE. Yeah, so they, there they was part, another trade show. Like yeah, you know. Abe's got some very strong opinions. We, if you listen to KMA, he, because he, like I said, it's a private. It's still a private show. Um, you got to keep that in mind too. So, um, they're different shows. They have different. Per- I and I have no problem with Cretec wanting to put on a private show. I think they're missing something since they, they, they kind of uh, divested of that media stuff, though. I think that has hurt the show a bit. They had a nice media on with tobacco business and TMG and all that. I think that's hurt. I think that's hurt it a bit. Um, but at the same time, I can understand maybe that's a big cost and not very profitable for them. You know, just from being in media, I could tell you that. So, but so they did lose a little bit of that. And I think, and I think the fairness, Matt, they really tried to get the media there. They really have. So I, I, I will, I think it, the only reason why I can go is I had, unfortunately, I have a personal life. It, it really does. And, uh, you know, I, I just wish I could. And we had, our team had personal challenges this year to send anyone to that. So. Uh, everyone had something that we're dealing with at home. So, you know, you know, this is not a, a big market business we're in. You know, we don't have high salaries on our team. So, Alan said NATO was the other show, but TP did not replace it. Both shows existed at the same time, and NATO was was two weeks before. Still have a show. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard much about them. Uh, I remember, I remember seeing like an old 
post that like somebody made. So I hope, like I said, I hope uh, things change. Uh, I'd love to see more media there. I'd love to, but I really want to see. I think the manufacturers, you, you got to just do. You, you have people who want this information, guys. You have people who want this information. They're hungry for it. That's the reason why media got into piece, uh, the IPCPR years ago. They're hungry for that. Yeah, I lost Coop. Jesus. I don't know what's going on here tonight. I apologize. I lost Coop completely. Oh, we're still live. There he is. I don't know what's going on here tonight, Coop. This is yeah. I, I was just saying that, that you know people are hungry for this information, and I'd like to see the manufacturers step it up a bit because I know the reason why media got into the trade show to begin with they, they were hungry for information on that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be curious to see though next year how many people actually come back. I mean, it, um, I heard a couple people told me they're not coming back. Um, but you know, things could change now. Granted the 2025 PCA show is a month later than this year. Uh, maybe not a month, but it's, it, it's in April, it's middle of April versus end of March. So I don't know if that's still enough time, but I think they need a little more. I think you need six months. Yeah. I, I, so so I, I still feel and like TV's it's not, not moving. To July. Yeah. They're not moving to July. I can tell you that, uh, it's not enough. Um, so, and, you know, I, I'll say one other comment. Um, when last year that show conflicted with Pro Cigar, it was not, it was, I'm not going to say who, but there were several people in the DR upset about that. They were very upset that that show competed with the festival. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember that there was a lot of people yep. who... And yeah. when push came and, to show, they, they had to be they had to be at Pro Cigar, so they couldn't be at TPE. Yeah. Now I get the no. See, here's where it gets a little tricky. You can probably have the sales teams run run TPE, right? Because the sales teams aren't involved with with Pro Cigar, but it's still a tax on the, these companies as a whole to support both of these things, and it's tough. It is very tough, and. That's why when I went back and say a lot of times you get the B team. It's not that the sales team is the B team, but we've gotten spoiled in this industry of meeting the, the stakeholders and the leaders of your company. We, we just have. It, it's something we've gotten very spoiled with. Um, and they're going to, you know, they just, they have limited time to do that. And look, PCA has been around for 90 years and people are very loyal to that organization. Even through some of its dips it had, it had its problems. Oh, I think a lot of people did remain loyal to that organization. One of the things I, I was going to ask you about, too. Normally, TP announces the dates of the following year's show, like, right at the end of the current year. And I haven't seen any updates on what their specific dates were for 25. I got a short. It's the same week. Uh, I'm going to look it up. And it's not on their website. I remember, like last year. Yeah, it's twenty nine. It's a. I have a note in in my notes. It says twenty nine to thirty first. That's what I have in my notes. Um, and I think what I did is I went onto a, a website, uh, and it was on the like the Vegas Convention Center website, um, mm. for twenty twenty five. So I that's that's I believe where I went and looked at that. 
um, and found that. But because I wrote, I have it written down here. It's the third. It's the 29th. So it's the same, pretty much the same time. But leap year is, is gonna throw it off a uh, day this year. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah I um, believe I saw it somewhere, but it's the 29th to the 31st. My my prediction is long term, especially if the PCA you know stays with the spring. I think give it a couple more years. I think cigars go away from TPE, and then we we just have the one. Oh, I show. don't I don't think they'll I don't think they'll ever go away. But I think it'll be it, you, I think you'll have, I think it will go back to how it was a few years ago. Well, I mean, that's, that's even if it's just feeling. to the point where it's not worth a lot of people even going just for that. Yeah. Like there may be cigars um, there, but it's like a, like an extra bonus for the people who do show up for other products. But I don't think you'll have as much. Like I don't. I like media probably won't even waste their time going because it would just won't be worth it for even like even people like Half Wheel, or even people like Kevin who, if he's still living in Vegas at that time, um, probably wouldn't be worth it to even head down there. Um, that's my prediction. Um, um, yeah, um, I think it's possible. I had another question for Kevin. I don't know how much you talked about it. how I don't know one person who went to the industry night party this year. Um, like, I don't like when I say I asked everyone I asked said they did not go. So I don't know how it was other than it sounding like the premium cigar people were not into going down to Caesar's Palace. Even though I think a lot of people were in Caesar's Palace, but I don't know. I think it, you had to smoke outside. Um, I'm sure. I don't, I'm sure you could because they had a yeah, nightclub. But, yeah, yeah, but we, yeah, but yeah, but the the parties in the past have been at the Sahara Pool, and we've had to be outside and smoke, so that's not really an issue. We did it, but we did but it the last difference is you're going down to Caesar's is a big difference. Oh yeah, it's Caesar's further away. Take, yeah, yeah, it's further away. That's what I was just saying. Like, well, why would you do that? You could go. You know, you could you could go closer and smoke. Uh, I think I heard that it's cigar like cigar people wise, like no one was there. It was like I, all the other people. That's and, and Mitchell just the thing, like, and Mitchell they wanted, just they asked, cigar people. Well, Mitchell just asked a question: Who sponsored the opening party this year? I might have missed that point if already discussed. No, it was uh, not this. It was not discussed by. It was, I'm sorry, it was not sponsored by a um, a. Uh, it was not. It was it was sponsored by like smoke and vape companies. Now, uh, it was Drew Estate, the last couple of years, Drew Estate's been a major sponsor of that party. With them going back to PCA and spending the money to go there, I was not surprised to see that they did not sponsor that party because the money that they spent to sponsor that party was probably reallocated into going all in on PCA. Uh, they are already listed as a premium a premier sponsor for PCA. Correct. Um I, I don't think they're sponsoring the opening party yet, but they if you go on the list of the sponsors uh, on PCA site, um, you will see very clearly uh, that Drew Estate's like Drew Estate and Foundation are the two big sponsors. They're like the, the, the top tier this year, uh, followed by El Septimo, Ferri Otego, Smoker Friendly, and Cigar Rings. Uh, and then there's some smaller companies that you know include my father, Tatawahe, Luzioni. Lovely cigars is sponsoring this year. Interesting. I saw that. Uh, Don Dorteo is sponsoring this year. Yeah, I saw Solomon. that too. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, they, you know, um, but Drew Estate obviously is, I think Drew Estate's all in with, with PCA this year. It's very clear. 
and I don't think they're out with TPE either. Uh, they had a big boost. I think there's a mar- there's certainly a market for the Drew State products. Oh yeah, TPE. They'd be crazy. Absolutely a market for it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's definitely a market for yeah. for for Drew Estate cause, yeah. because of because of what they have available. Um I mean, you got League of Pravadas and stuff that obviously it, that's that's I would say probably more of a PCA thing. You got those acid packs. But then you got the acid yeah. packs and you got, you know, Tobacco Special and there's a lot of people who attend TPE who yeah. that makes a lot of sense for them to carry. So yeah, of course. Yep. I mean, you got factory factory smokes. And they, and they can, yeah, and they can bring in Undercrown and stuff like that. There's non-Drew Diplomat products that they they can bring in very good products. Sure. Um, so so I think, the, you know, Drew State, I think they're, you know, they did the Freestyle Live thing. If you notice when that's timed, it's, it's they're, they're going to announce that right before PCA this year. A week before is when they're going to reveal what the Freestyle Live pack is. And then that way, the so, week later, uh, they can start taking orders for it. They, right, and look, you know what? I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of Freestyle Live because I do think I still like the I like better when they go to the media. But I understand why they do it, and I think they have connected with the consumer base really well. So I can't fault them for it. I'm just selfish. I want to be the media guy. Um, but you know that's they've had success with that, and they've launched a lot of products that way. So and they they have really they have really taken to the consumer channel. Uh, so you got to give them a lot of they do it well. You got to give them credit. Am I selfish on it? Yeah, but you know what? If I've had to get information on a product, it's, I, I know who to call. So, so Mitchell And said, they do send out press releases the next day. Mitchell said, do we think DE can pull a huge one and get Metallica's James Hetfield? I was... No. The last time I heard, they tried to, you know, have that conversation, and I think... They, they'd have to be really prepared for that. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Like, and this is not a knock on anybody, but like, you know, Billy Gibbons is not the same level of. It depends who you are. Yeah. As like, my generation is big, but not yours. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 generation. even today, but like even to, like like Metallica still goes out on major stadium tours. ZZ Top doesn't still, do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like the the. Why well, I, I he he speaks to my generation. Yeah. Like ZZ Top was big in the eighties. I mean, it was. It's forty years ago. So uh, you know the videos with the buckled legs and the chicks. I mean, it was it was. But he doesn't speak to like my kids are your age. He does not speak. My my son had no idea who Billy Gibbons was. He knows who James Hetfield is. Uh, so it is much bigger. And I think what they'd have to do is you got to look at what Espinosa is on with Guy Fieri. They don't just show up with him. They have a well-oiled plan. And this is where i got to give credit to Hector and Jack and Eric uh, and the, the whole Espinosa team. They are well-organized when they bring Guy Fieri into a PCA. They know exactly what they're going to do, uh, and they do a great job with that. Um, so I think I think True State would do the same, but it's going to involve more. That's going to be even more complex, I think, uh, to do. And even though and be. and and even though Drew Estate has a lot of money, I think it's I think for James Hetfield, I, he's not showing up for free. Even if they're making a cigar for him, that's he's going to have an asking price. And I think for what it's worth, I don't know if the asking price is worth it. I don't know. Yeah, good question. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the partnership arrangements are or anything like that. Right. Um, I do think there's a possibility. This like, look, I don't think I'm speaking that. I think there's a very good possibility this could be the M72 cigar they're coming out with. So um, I don't know. I've never. I was only right on this twice with the freestyle live pack. So 
Um, but I, I, you know, if you look at some of the packaging and all that, uh, it looks like the uh, 72 Seasons album. So, uh, with the yellow and the black. So, that's kind of where I was going with that. So, I could see this being the second release under there. And how brilliant would it be to have a Connecticut Shade under the black and brand? You know, it's funny. I have it's, one I of mean, the, I have one of the freestyle packs. Hold on. Yeah, as Matt goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess this is, you know, it's fun to guess. I'm not, I have no inside information. Uh, it's fun to guess, and I'm wrong more than I'm right on this. But uh, if you look at, like, the, the the black and yellow trim, that's the part. If you, So you look at the outside of that, and you bring up Metallica's M72 Seasons album, that's what's kind of giving that. That's what's kind of making me think it may be the M72. Um. I can never get the cigar. It's always it's fun to do, you know it's fun to do it. People are get interested in. It. Uh, I love the packaging on this one. It was like a cell phone package, compact, uh, easy, great for retailers. I thought it was well done. Um, thought it was well done. The light is really cool. It's in there. It's like a wand. Yeah, that lighter. It's, it's a stick light. I love those stick lighters. Yeah. So I think they, they you know Drew State knows like we were talking about this on Abe this one. They know swag better than anybody. Um, so Jay, so, I, I thought this was very. Jay said, I'm guessing Nika Rustica, Connecticut, but not M81 It could be. But Coop is usually right. It, well, I'm going to say Jay's not usually wrong either. Uh, and uh, I've heard a couple people who I trust think it's the, yeah, it's the Nika Rustica, Connecticut. So, I, like I said, I was right about um, the Nika Rustica and the uh, Underground 10. I was wrong on – I should have known that the Papas Fritas was the last one. Uh, it completely just blindsided me. But the, the Underground 10 I got right, and I got Nico Rustica uh, Cabano right with that. Yeah, the the Papas Freitas one was kind of a dead giveaway just by looking at the size. Yeah, but I, I just did, I didn't – it didn't taste like an H99 to me. That's why I didn't – and I didn't, I didn't cut it open. Like a lot of times I will cut the cigar open to see if it's short filler. Um and it's, you know, but I just didn't. In fact, I thought the cigars were a little young when I got them, so that's why I kind of held off, and maybe that's why I didn't get um, every one of the freestyle live packs. The releases, I think, been always a little better, uh, just because I think it's got a little more age and stuff with it um, on it. So, uh, like I said, but I'm, I'm get, I'm gonna go with Metallica M72 is my guess for that. Um, and I, like I said, I have no information other than I looked at those colors. Well, the only thing that I would add to that argument, right, is like when Nika Rustica Adobe. Uh, actually, maybe I shouldn't say this because I think there was other ones. I thought I, so. I so got, the, so the leaf, the leaf pattern here. I was gonna at first. I was gonna say, I feel like on the last Nika Rustica one, like they had like that leaf, that like leafy pattern there. But then I remember it could be. I thought FSG had it. I think FSG, FSG had, had it, so. and then I think the M eighty one had it too. Actually, the black and orange. But the red yeah. and the yellow wouldn't that make sense to go with the blue and then the red and the orange or whatever? You know, it's I I could see it. I could maybe see this one as the red. Um, so I I wouldn't rule that one out. I do, I've heard other theories. It's, I don't think it's a Herrera Esteli. Uh, I don't think it's the League of Ten, uh, League of League of Connecticut. I've heard that one. No, I don't. I don't think. think so. I don't think Drew's going to launch a League of product like this ever. I've always kind of felt that that's a different an an animal, and it's it's more and the reason why they can do it with Papas Fritas, but like if you're going to launch League of Connecticut, that's probably more limited tobaccos, and they're not going to make freestyle live packs with that. So I, I rule that one out. 
never know. I always could be wrong. That's you why think I'm it, sticking with, with You me. know, while we're on that topic, mm-hmm. it's like, it's funny. You know, we've seen them do a lot with Liga Provada the last few years. And there is no Connecticut version of Liga Provada. There's an Undercrown shade, which is like. There was. There, well, there yeah. was. And they had it at the factory. You were able to get it. They had a League of Connecticut at the factory. They used to get it on the tour. But, but never that was really, a long time ago. But never, yeah. But never really brought it to market. And it's and it's like why? Well, I mean, I don't. See everyone knows Con- Connecticut yeah, Shades like the number one selling cigar. Like, why wouldn't you put a Liga in that? Or is well, it just not fit the profile? It may not fit the profile. And the other thing is, I think they made the decision that they're ultra premium. But I don't think this. I mean, that's exactly that League of Connecticut, but not this year. So Coop, you froze there, and we lost the stream again, and I restarted. Yeah, you. I heard you yeah, say. That was quick. I, I, and, and you said, and I, just before you went to answer that, you're like, I think the reason why there's no league of Connecticut, and then I lost you. So what were you? What were you okay, saying? Okay, so I, I, so I think that Twenty Acre Farm is their premium Connecticut. That's a super premium Connecticut. It's yeah. More pricey. Uh, I think Undercrown Shade is the workhorse, uh, and they have Chateau Real now also in there. Yeah. I just don't think there's room yet for League of Connecticut. There will there will be a time when it's right to bring out League of Connecticut. I think they're also so focused on expanding the uh, production of H99 and the League of 10. They, I don't think they need to, I think it's the wrong time to bring another League in right now. It'd be too much. Um, I think, uh, yeah. I think Blackened is the perfect opportunity here. Uh, and Nika. I think th- those would be the ones if I was doing the odds. Those are my top two favorites. I don't think it's a new brand out of left field either. I'd be surprised if it is. I'll be very surprised. I don't think they need to create another brand right now. I think so. I mean, they just cut a lot of skews. And they discontinued they do, some brands. But I think it was a, yeah, and we talked about that. I think that was healthy. It's allowed them to introduce some of these new brands uh, without um, without oversaturating the retailer. Um, so I think they've done good. But I think Twenty Acre Farm is kind of like you know Drew Estate's always going to do. They're not going to just put out a like. You know, uh, uh, any Connecticut, they they've got to always. They're trying to get one step ahead, so I think what they're doing with the, the Florida Sun Grown Tobacco is, is very smart with that. Uh, it's a good cigar. I think it's, I think Twenty Acre Farm. It wasn't necessarily my profile, but it was a good cigar. Alan actually mentioned another one that's interesting: a Liga Pravada Mexican San Andreas. But they got Undercrown. They just said Undercrown Ten is their premium. Right. So I I'm like. I feel like Mexican San Andreas really wouldn't belong. They have no, yeah, they have no Tino. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, not that it's a bad idea. Uh, I, like I said, I think the one, the one thing I'd love to see Drew Estate take another run at is Cameroon. Uh, they had. I was Nirvana. just gonna say that. They had Nirvana. Nirvana came from Royal Gold, so. Switch had a company called Royal Gold Cigars that they were trying to get into the premium business before they acquired Drew Estate. When they acquired Drew Estate, they moved Nirvana, uh, and Drew Estate was making the Nirvana on the, for Royal Gold. Uh, they moved it into the Drew Estate portfolio. I, I think it was just the wrong time, and I honestly didn't think the blend was up to their standards. But I'd love to see them take another run at a camera because I think they could do it. I think they certainly got the, got the talent and the resources to do a really good camera. Oh, I didn't know this. So after Alan said that about Mexican San Andreas, 
Jay said, that was the original blend. I've smoked it. Saka said it didn't work for what they wanted. But then again, San Andreas wrapper has improved. Yeah, so you go back to when that was probably 2005, 6. Um, that was, no one was even wanting to admit they were using San Andreas tobacco. It was like taboo to say you were using it. Uh, I'll never forget, I was with Jonathan Drew, and the My Uzi, uh, My Uzi Ways of Tongue came out. And uh, I, was, I went to, I was in Pensacola, and he gave me the cigar. He's like, what do you think of it? I said, John, this is really good. And I said, what's the blend? And he's like, uh, he goes, we're not ready to talk about that yet. I said, so it's a Mexican rapper. And he looked at me. He's like, how did you know? I said, just, I didn't, I, I said, honestly, it wasn't taste as much as you saying that. <laughs> because at the time, everyone was avoiding the conversation of that they were using Mexican rapper. Now it's, it's so trendy. Now everyone uses it. Now everyone uses it, yeah. And now Tiamo, that's why Tiamo coming back, I think is a great move for Altidus, by the way. Uh, and I heard they had Alejandro Torrent. At the, you were telling me Alejandro Torrent was at they the did. show. Uh, he is the he is the guy for the Torrent. So uh, good job. I hope he's at I hope he's at PCA. I'd love to have a chance to talk with him. I've met him a couple of times. Did you ever have a cigar called the Triple Play Maduro? No. It was called the A Torrent Triple Play Maduro, and the Torrents were making it for Altidus. It was a it was a triple Maduro, fabulous cigar. It was in my I remember it made my top fifteen that year. Uh, it was you know, it was it was a great cigar. So I love and then you know I think that agreement ended. I don't know why it was discontinued, but it was um, it, but it was a great cigar. So I am excited that they're bringing back Tayama. I'm I think it's gonna be a lot of work to reintroduce that back to the market, but I think that team is ready to do it. Yeah, I mean, I remember a time when people would say Tayamo, and then it would be like, oh, one of the worst cigars ever made. And now, like, you know, it, to see it kind of, it, it, it's just interesting. It, it's And I'm excited to try yeah. it. Um, but I, yeah. I just, I remember, like, when I first started smoking, people would talk about Tayamo, like, oh, my God, Tayamo. Yeah, well, it's I don't funny. remember it. Yeah. In 2012, Altidus was going through, this is pre-Raphael or anything, they were trying to update their portfolio, and they came out with a cigar called the Romeo, right? And they gave it a different look and everything, and it was a big hit. And then they tried doing it to their other brands, and, and it failed. So they, they came out with a cigar called Trinidad Paradox, failed. They came out with something called the Teyamo Revolution, which was an oval press. It failed. It was just this was a bad idea. Um, they were just trying to they were trying to do contemporary marketing and contemporary blends. And you know, Raphael, what he does is he tends to expand on the classic uh, portfolio. And I think that Tiamo has a little bit of classic uh, in it, but it also has a little bit more of a premium look to it, too. So I think that's that maybe you know I think if they put the old Tiamo bands on that, it would be a disaster. I think they had it, but they gave it a very classic look, which is I think that packaging came out great. Yeah, I know. It looks good. I know Kevin got some samples of it and um, at the show, and he's going to Yeah, I'm jealous. And... I'm jealous. That, that, that's it. I'm, I'm really excited about that cigar. So, um, and I think, But it's going to be work to introduce a $12 Tiamo, 10 to $12 Tiamo. It's not gonna be, that's why Alejandro, I'm sure, is going to be part of uh, promoting that cigar. I think it's very key to have him along with that because he's no, the I... guy. That's him. Yeah, I know. I agree, and, and you're right. I, I hope he's at the. I hope he's at the show this year. Yeah. Um, 
at PCA, I should say. Yeah. Um, he he had a company called Casa. He still has Casa Turrent. Right. Most of that stuff gets distributed in Europe. They are great cigars. Great cigars. Um, and most of them are Mexican Puros. But that, they just, I think the Turrents, they're being brand owners is not their core competency. It's growers and manufacturers is where their core competency is. And we've so seen that I with other people, to too. It, it, it happens. Yeah. There's a lot of other people who, you know... Look how long it took Placencia to do it. Placencia took forever to kind of get that right. You know, and I know that, you know, Nesta Placencia has been on the show and talking about that, too. Like, you know, we, he's like, you know, we've always just grown tobacco. and, and you know, He we, was we've very stuff, candid. But... Yeah. I remember when he launched... By the way, Placentia did one of the greatest brand launches I ever saw at a PCA. 2017, you can check out the coupe covers. And I got to sit down with him. And, and he knew who I was, which I was shocked, right? Um, and he was very transparent about this is a new area for us. We, we haven't been successful in this before. We think we're doing so. We, we, we learned from our mistakes. And look at that. Placentia is like, uh, you want to talk about band? I, if, that, if it was on stock in Placentia, I'd buy heavy. I buy heavy into Placencia. I think they know what they're doing. I think that Placencia is, you know, it's one of those as as its own brand. I think it's it's quickly on the rise. Um, in the same way that like Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, I think. In in in, in I don't want to say in a, within a couple years, but like in the near, somewhat near future, uh, like ten years from now. Yeah, they could they could be they could be pretty big for for what they are. Yeah, I mean they yeah. just they just they just keep getting bigger and better, and everything they make is great. I mean, like those are the two companies that come to mind. I mean, it's just, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, you know, I was also looking. Uh, you know, we had Jeff Borschwitz on the show Thursday night, and Jeff does his top twenty-five list, right? And it was really interesting seeing the companies that are on there. Uh, and there was a lot of Deadwood on that that year. There wasn't any soccer on it, right? And that was a little surprising for me because I think soccer does well at, at, at That's Corona. That's shocking. But he is there. There's some heavy hitters that soccer is competing with, so you got to remember that that soccer is competing with Drew Estate, Davidoff. That's true. Uh, That's true. Some very, some very, very heavy hitters they're competing with there. So um, I can understand that, but I guarantee you, like Jeff said, he thinks he's going to expand it maybe to 50 cigars next year. Because I, I I think he wants to get an idea of that next tier, of where it, where things are and who's that makes up a lot of sense. I think so too. I, I I think it's the best retailer list that's out there because it re- it's just based on his sales and, and and revenue. It's simple. It's simple. It's transparent. Uh, no, he doesn't put the numbers on there. He should, but it's you can see how they stack up, and it's very, uh, you know, I think it's the best one out there. It's the most accurate. Is it a national? Is it a national view? Absolutely not. So I'll tell people that too. But he does get mail order incorporated into that. Yeah, I mean, he, he does um, some of the biggest business, too. I mean, so it's yeah, it's a good gauge. Yeah. I've been in Corona many times. Their staff is unbelievable. I just went in there twice. They don't push a brand on you. They don't. They they ask, they seek, they ask, they make recommendations. Uh, but they never kind of force you into a brand and they certainly don't always force you into their house cigars either so if it's a fit they do that i and it was funny matt one of the people who helped me out was a kid and he was about 18 years old 
and he was really knowledgeable. And when I went to pay, I looked at his. Uh, I didn't. I hadn't noticed his um, name ID. It was Boris, and it was Jeff's son. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, yeah, and he was so nice, and he was. I was, you know, my own son worked retail too. Um, so you know, I know how it is, and um, you know, but my son was like twenty three when he was working retail. So he was. I think he's like eighteen. He's old. And he he was just great, great kid. Um. I think I said, Jeff, and I, I said to Jeff, you know, as a parent, I'm, you got to be really proud of this kid. He is, and I think Jeff, uh, you know, Jeff has all, we have a little bit of bond because Timmy, my oldest son, and I smoked, Timmy smoked his smoked cigars, Corona. Jeff always remembers that. So. Uh, I agree with you on all those points. I mean, look, I mean, I, every time I've ever been in Corona, um, it's been an exceptional experience. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not knocking smoking or two guys. Which I've no. been in those great oper- They're all great operate. They're all different. They're all different operations. Uh, Jay, of course, Jay. I can't leave Jay out. Um, on some of my local retails, uh, every but you know, I just say Corona. Um, what they? I think Corona is. I mean, I can see Jeff at ten stores in the next five years. Maybe ten years in the next ten years. I can see him doubling the demand stores. Yeah, he's at what four now. Yeah, I don't think he'll go to South Florida anytime soon because I think the relationship with Abe is very tight. Maybe he'll go to Miami, but I don't think he'll go to I don't think he'll go in Abe's backyard ever. There that's a tight relationship, but I think they respect each other on that. So uh, then they're friends, you know. So but I can see Jeff going to Jacksonville or maybe Miami proper. And Abe doesn't really hit Miami proper. He's he's an hour away, so Yeah, and then what about um what about outside of Florida? Um Good question. You know, I could see, I could some, you know, I could see him maybe going, um, maybe to Texas, like you know, some of those Padre Island or something like that, um, just because that's a a uh, resort friendly area, I guess. Um, Get a, a lot, lot of Jeff's business traffic. is tied with tourism. Yeah, a lot of Jeff. He's tied with tourism and basically having an affluent area for the luxury business. So I think those are the two things he looks at. Yeah, I mean, I I think I could see him doing that too. I mean, it w- with the business he's doing, I mean, it's hard to. I didn't ask he... him that the other night. I wanted to ask him that question. That was one question I didn't get it a chance. About and, expansion. And he's very oh, about expansion. Yeah, uh, he did say Sarasota was a big challenge to get that store open. He was he had a lot of issues with the city there. It took a long time. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I um, I, I often think about you know like well. What about so and so? What if they opened here and and I've and I've heard things and I don't want to get into specifics, but you know I've had conversations with some of those bigger retailers and they've they've talked about you know opening stores in certain areas and I'm like oh really and expanding and you know yeah he he's one of those people I could see you know I honestly like I could see two guys you know opening more stores and possibly uh, going uh, to some different areas I mean they 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 got a big operation too. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, other, you know, they could go maybe to Rhode Island or something like that. You know, there's there's smoke-ins outside of Florida. Well, there used to be one in North Carolina at Pinehurst, but it didn't work out. Oh, it did the, close. Uh, Frank, oh, I thought it was still there. It's a store still there, but it's not smoke-in anymore. Uh, uh, and it's in Pinehurst, which is the big golf community. Um, and it was it was a nice store. It just wasn't Abe. It wasn't Boynton Beach. Yeah. Uh, but, but Abe didn't own that. He franchised that one. I, I don't think it worked out. Uh, but I could see Abe going to Myrtle Beach. 
Uh, but he'd be in Craig Cass's backyard, and I don't think he wants to. He, he won't go to Myrtle Beach because he's be, he's very tight with Craig Cass too. So, yeah, you know, he respects Craig. Uh, so maybe go to Charleston. Charleston needs a good cigar store, like a big cigar store is what I'm saying. They have some good ones, but they need a big one. I can see Jeff. Maybe, Jeff Myrtle Beach. I can see him going there. That's a place I can see Jeff going as well. Not Myrtle Beach. Uh, Char- I keep saying Myrtle Beach. Charleston, because Charleston I think has got the the fit for that. Uh, they won't go to. They won't go to Savannah. It's a bad. It's a bad. Uh, it's unfortunately it's just not a great place for smoking lounges. Um, so I don't see that happening. Or Atlanta. Atlanta is so crowded, though. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is like more of a business. I don't want to rule out Atlanta, but there's a lot of stores in Atlanta. Yeah. A that, lot. That's, that was my my thought. Yeah, and I don't see these guys going to Pennsylvania anytime soon. So no, you know that's why I think Texas. I look at like South Padre Island is to me like I could see someone going there. Uh, that that's just kind of one that sticks out to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually a pretty interesting conversation because you actually start thinking about it and you're like, huh? Like where well, else in the United States could these big guys who could you know easily fund and do it? You know, will it be a success? Is a different yeah story. Well, Jeff Jeff but, bought a plane. Jeff bought a plane, and he's getting his pilot's license. And he talked about that. Doesn't his son fly? His his son flies. His son actually flies. He has to fly with an adult still, but uh, his son flies and is very good. Uh, And he talked a lot about that on the show the other night. But Jeff was saying, you know, the plane's going to help him go to Sarasota and be home at night. Right. So it's, you know, I can see, you know, now I'm seeing him do this. I'm sure he would, if he has to go to Jacksonville or something like that too, uh, or Miami, you know, it's, it uh, so Jeff's going for his license, uh, but his son's already got it. Yeah, Dan, that's his uh, younger. I remember when Boris and Van, like they don't even remember. They were three and they were three and two years old, running around his office. Like it was, it was, and I couldn't believe it. One's flying and the other one's working at Corona now. I, I was just blown away. Yeah, time passes fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And I feel like you don't yep. realize that until you have your own kids. So yeah, you'll see it. Like too. my. My daughter's gonna be married nine years in November. Wow, nine years and no grandkids yet, but that's their call. Um, in time, I'm sure you know uh, we'll, we'll see something. But, um, but yeah, they're. Uh, I walked her down the aisle in 2015. Wow. If you follow the old Stogie Geek shows, I chronicled a lot of that stuff. Um, the wedding, the wedding cigars. Uh, Phil Zangi did the wedding cigars for me and really did a beautiful job on it. Uh, they were just too strong for everyone at the wedding. So I ended up giving those cigars out to the people who could go to the wedding. And I ended up getting some other cigars that were a little milder. And that was my fault, not Phil's. Like, so, so, but I gave them to the bridal party. Uh, I gave them, I gave the, the groomsmen, I gave them those cigars and I bought them, uh, you know, those, uh, the Davidoff, uh, Nicaraguas that came in the, the, was it the four packs? Yeah. 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 They each, they each got a four pack of those. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't afford a box for all of them. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And Matt, you know, I know I'm getting on a tangent. When they smoked the Davidoff Nicaragua, they some of these guys smoked, they never had a cigar like this. Like They're like, this is incredible. We never had because they were smoking cheap cigars, you know? They were blown away. And the same with the Phil's. The Phil Zengi one knocked a couple people on their ass, I can tell you that. That was the Debonair Maduro. And, but that's not strong for me, but it's strong for the average person. It's funny, Jay just said, so, William Cooper, are your extra wedding cigars now ZZ Top cigars? I'm not going there. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm not. Go- I'm just saying they're made by the same people. So, 
Um, is there? A, I'm is glad there... that I'm glad that Phil's making cigars for. I'm glad Phil's. I I like Phil. I Phil was a big part of the launch of Cigar Coop. I'll never. He's very good job he did with us. Is there any topics that we were supposed to cover tonight that we didn't get to? No, I think we hit everything. I think we, we hit did. everything. These were, we, yeah, we're over three hours at this point collectively. Yeah, we had we had some we had a few stop and starts though, unfortunately, with that. Um, but we appreciate the audience hanging in there for sure. I mean, uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Thank it, you. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm I'm trying to find a good stopping point. It's funny. It's like now we're like we're getting towards the end, and like the feed has been like perfect. Yeah, no, we, I, I didn't want jinx. I didn't want to say it and jinx us. <laughs> I know, so, but I yeah. think we're gonna get to our stopping point and uh, yep. kind of call it for a night. Him. So uh, that's it. I mean, thanks for everyone for hanging in there. I appreciate it. Uh, sorry about all the the stops, but unfortunately, yeah. there was something going on. I, I still yeah. don't know what it is. I'm gonna have to investigate that. But um, yeah, I appreciate everyone hanging in there. Thanks for being with us yeah. tonight. I'm so excited. Who's on smoking tobacco? Yeah, who's on smoking tobacco Tuesday? Oh, Wednesday, that, rather. That's a good question, actually. I <laughs> can't even remember off the top of my head. Okay. We got uh, Justin Andrews on Thursday. Juan so. Lopez from Gurkha. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Uh, Juan, he's a you know Juan's a Juan's a, Juan's a, one of the best guests. So. Oh yeah. Uh, you always can get juicy stuff out of Juan. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he'll be in rare form yeah. as good. usual. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. I I uh, love him. Love that guy. I love I him too. Get him on soon. Yeah, we're booked up till after the trade show, so, uh, so. Well, that's gonna do it for our show tonight, guys. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to head to SmokingTobacco.com for more news, reviews, and updates in the cigar industry. Our 2024 TPE coverage brought to you by Drew Estate, and soon our 2024 PCA coverage also brought to you by Drew Estate. That's gonna do it for us yep. tonight. Take care, everybody. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.